LiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Oh, God, and the mic was muted. That's insane. Okay, mic was muted and no camera. And what a mess to get started. But we made it, uh, thank goodness. Um, Things don't always go according to plan. And it's okay. (coughs) Uh, We're here. So sorry about the rough start, you know. Some shit happens. I'll just let the chat clear out and... It's muted. Yeah, no shit. I got it now. You can stop fucking posting about it. That's the thing I think that drives me crazy the most. No lie, no shit. I think the thing that, like, even just having the mic muted, I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. I don't even care anymore. But it's like I get bar- I get a constant barrage of your mic is muted. And, yeah, I know. but And I appreciate one of you telling me, but. I just, I don't know, for some reason. And it's like, it, it shouldn't, but I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, okay. I don't know. I don't know why it makes me, it, it gets under my skin, but it uh, but it does. Welcome to the show. Uh, obviously, some tech problems. It wouldn't be a berry on deck without the tech problems. And I can't wait for your hilarious jokes about it. That's always cool, too. Um, <laughs> I've got a ton of slides, by the way. We've got a ton of uh, a plethora of topics, would you say? We actually have a, uh, we've got four birthdays today. We've got a guest joining me on the program uh, at about 4.15, uh, which will be kind of cool. And we've got uh, NFL week two and some, uh, you know, yeah, we can look ahead at college. It's not a great schedule for college football, really. It's not, I we, we shot the, the TV show this week, college football. Uh, or sorry, football Saturday. If you haven't watched it, we had uh, our first episode was last week. Uh, Jerome Solomon of the Houston Chronicle. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, God, don't start. Jerome Solomon of the Houston Chronicle and um, myself and uh, Giselle Strong uh, talk about college football uh, on the CW39 network here in Houston every Saturday. This week, I think it starts at 1 o'clock. Or is that when the game is? I think 1230 is start time for the show. So if you want to tune in, uh, for those of you that left feedback, I appreciate it. I'm trying to see, uh, for those of you that don't have DirecTV, although I'm told now it's on DirecTV, but I don't know if that's true. Um, nonetheless, I know I don't have it on Fubo, so that sucks. I don't see it on Fubo. But, uh, oh, I got something in my eye. Ah, shit, what's in my eye? 
was that at? Home Astros fan, thank you for the beers, buddy. And I saw, who was it, FJ that said, next time his mic is muted, nobody's saying anything. We'll see how, how long. We'll, we'll guess what he's talking about. I mean, eventually, I'm, I always check the levels, but at, this, at the moment I went live, you noticed that it was, like, all black. The camera was off. So I, I had to get that on first, make sure that was working, and then I looked down and saw my mic was muted. But it's usually, it's not like it was. You know what I mean? It's not like five, ten minutes. All you missed was, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? That bullshit. So, uh, Captain Pope! Uh, Captain Pope said I'm at work, but I called dibs on the raid today. Cheers. Thank you for the, oh my God! Thank you for the thousand bits, Captain Pope. Holy shit! Yo, that's dope as hell. Thank you, good sir. You got, you got it. <coughs> you got dibs on the raid and, uh... Y'all can all stand down. We don't want no titties. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You got it. I looked for you yesterday, Captain Pope. I know you weren't here, and that's okay. But um, yesterday when we were getting ready to raid, I was like, where's Captain Pope? It's his. The floor is his. We uh, we did uh, Falcon cast uh, Monday, and I was going to raid... Uh, uh, whatever, whatever booty titty hoe you had lined up, but we, so then I was going to do Jim on sports and he wasn't there. Was he? I don't remember. Oh, you were busy saving lives. Look at you, you little lifesaver, like a little candy. Um, Aladdin, thank you for the 200 bits and the other 200 bits. Oh my God. Holy shit. Look at that already. Already with the hype train. And look, this makes my head look like what are those yellow things that are real tall? When uh, this is what this is makes my head look like. Then what are those? Those Im- impossibles? What are those yellow things with the goggles? If I put my glasses on, I look like a I look like a, Heck yeah. a a fucked up Twitch impossible. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. All right, now oh, damn, here comes nipple. No way, Jose. No way! Level one complete, Joe. Thank you for the hundred bits, buddy. You the man. Oh shit, Tony Dallas. Thank you for the gift of sub, my friend. Oh, the minions. Yeah, that's what it is. I look like a minion. Right? Uh, is he on tall? No. Okay. Ah, uh, wow. Already running a train. We don't need to put it like that. You damn. We don't need to put it like that. I hate that. Guys, make it so gross and unprofessional. <coughs> um, what was I going to tell you? Uh, but thank y'all for getting the hype train started. That's pretty dope. I uh, oh, so we shot the we shot the TV show today. Don't forget tomorrow, tomorrow, no show. Uh, breaking news. I don't know why I do that. Breaking news, no show tomorrow. I will be joining uh, one Joseph L. Blankenship. Uh, <laughs> I'm joining my buddy uh, Joe Blank tomorrow on ESPN 97.5 from 3 until 6. Your boy's doing drive time. Joel and I are doing drive time like it always should have been. All right, did I say that out loud? That's my bad. Uh, yeah, so no show tomorrow. I'll be joining Joe Blank on the Killer Bees from 3 until 6, filling in from a boy, Jeremy Branham. Uh, Joel's got some stuff up his sleeve planned for that show. You're going to want to tune in. If you're near Twitch, you're probably going to want to watch it on Twitch. 
fellas. And uh, it's looking like, it's looking like, I don't want to spill the beans or uh, jinx it, but uh, last time I filled in with Joel, last time I worked with Joel, we ended up getting, uh, no, there's nothing wrong with my eyes, Rudy. You ever notice that? Why do you, when you lay, why do you do your eye like that when you're like, when something's in your eye, you're like, like opening your mouth helps you open your eyes? Weird. Uh, but anyways, when I filled in with Joel a couple weeks ago, we had Vernon Maxwell on the show and that interview was hilarious. We were doing shots every time he cursed. We were all drunk. And then he said some crazy things. He said some things that I really thought were going to go viral because it's like, he said they don't win a championship if it's not for him in game three. And I thought for sure people were going to take that and run with it. And you know, nobody did. I was kind of shocked, but um, it'll be Joel and I filling in, uh, or I'll be filling in from three until six. <coughs> and then will be the debut of Game On. A new show I'll be doing with uh, Jerome Solomon Esquire. Uh, so Jerome and I'll be on your radio every, uh, I don't know, every Thursday from six to seven. Uh, Jerome and I'll be bringing you the goings on, uh, around sports. So check that out. Uh, it's national defy superstition day. What are yours? Thank you for the 50 biddies. DJ Maddie, keeping the hype train rolling, uh, 30% of level two. Um, my, my superstitions. I have a lot. I have a lot. It's not so much like a ladder or a black cat or Friday the 13th. Um, I love, by the way, my favorite, my all time favorite line in any TV show was from the office when Michael says, uh, I'm not superstitious, uh, but I'm kind of stitious. Oh my God. That's just, just brilliant. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, yo, Alan, thank you for the 200 bits. The best. I appreciate you, buddy. Kisses to you and Catherine. Um, I don't know why I sound like a Midwestern housewife. Kisses to you and Catherine. If y'all are going to come over, wear, wear some, put on your goulashes. Okay. I don't, I feel like goulashes is a very much a, I don't know. Uh, Midwestern phrase. Amos said he said it on a few shows. I heard him say it on Gilbert Arena show. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Thanks for letting us have that moment. Amos. Appreciate that. Thanks so much. That was I'll just fuck off now. Um, yeah, so tomorrow, 3 to 6 with uh, Joe Blank, 6 to 7 with Jerome Solomon. So no Barry on deck. We normally roll from uh, 2 to 5, as you know. Uh, so won't be doing that. Tonight, though, you can catch me. I'm doing somebody's podcast. I got to go back and find uh, what it is. Be truthful, not Barry. How old is that picture? How old is what picture? Oh, yeah, that, was, that picture super old, Andrew. Shut your whore mouth, Andrew Clay. Uh, I am doing, uh, here you go. Oh, here's the photo. Here is the photo. I don't need Andrew Clay's uh, ass all up in my business, all up in my business calling me out for my 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 picture. There you go. Um, I'll be joining the Texans fan battle. Texans fan battle podcast. Um. I guess I need to update the now. It says former ESPN Houston. Now it's back to ESPN Houston, but whatever. Uh, I'll be joining them today at 8 o'clock 
on their live stream. So make sure you tune in for that. Boy, your boy's been busy, hadn't he? Your boy's been busy. I had, what, three, four, five shows last week? Five things. I did three comedy shows on Saturday, uh, taped two TV shows on Friday, taped a TV show on Thursday, did this show. It's been busy. No, I have not joined Texans Twitter. Yo, see money. Thank you for the follow, buddy. Also, also, uh, I'll be doing that Wichita radio thing. Joel called me today. He was like, well, look at Mr. Super Busy all of a sudden. Hardest work a man in show business in Houston. I was like, you know what? It has been super busy and I've been blessed. Uh, and <laughs> I was just about to say, all this is great. I just wish it translated into money. <laughs> if you know this business, then you know that a lot of this is awesome. That uh, doesn't mean I'm always breaking the bank. You know what I mean? Some of this shit don't pay. Some of this shit don't pay. I won't tell you what shit does and what shit doesn't, but it ain't all fun and games. All the, I mean, you do it because you need to do it. By the way, thank you all for the hype train. 42% of a level two hype train. 1,850 bitty bitties. You're the best. And one gifted sub <coughs> or one sub. Thank you, uh, Total Dallas, for the sub. What's up, Stephen Luther? All right, let's get to the uh, let's just get to the show because I normally do the chat, but we got started a little late as per usual, and uh, we've got a ton of stuff to cover. We've got a uh, an absolute uh, deluge of uh, birthdays in the house, which I'm I'm actually doing those right now. I forgot to make all these slides. Let me uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Um, uh, okay, cool. Well, you just, I'll just fuck off. When I started the show, even, uh, my, my, uh, my Explorer window wouldn't work. So I couldn't even get any of my, um, what's it called? Slides. Um, happy to say that last night the, uh, the lights went out while I was, while I was asleep. So that was fun. Sweating at night. That was, that was cool. Uh, all right, so we've got birthdays. We've got fantasy football updates for Barry on Deck Fantasy Leagues. And I've got all of your odds and uh, whatnots going into week two of NFL football. I got Bradley Smith joining me in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. He'll be, here, he'll be here from about 4.15 to 4.45. And we'll be talking about, uh, he's a voice actor. He's for, uh, was it Gaming Panda? I forget the name. He'll tell me. It's some big deal. He does all these conventions and shit. It's pretty dope, actually. It's pretty cool of him. Uh, so he's going to stop by. He's also a stand-up comedian. We'll talk about that as well. But uh, that'll be fun. He's a, he's a cool dude, interesting dude. And uh, it's always cool to get a different uh, type of, I don't know, um, actor, entertainer on the show. I dig it. So um, we'll do that. So before we do that, though, let's get started like we always do with our headlines. Here we go. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. Um, Robert Sala, uh, head coach of your New York football Jets, is saying that he would be shocked. <coughs> oh, kiss my ass, Rudy. Love, gra- love, uh, what's up, love gravy? I love gravy in the building. Uh, he said, hey, buddy. That's interesting. Love gravy's here. 
Damn it. <coughs> uh, Robert Sala, though, has said, uh, quote, I'd be shocked if this is the way he uh, he's going to go out. And I totally agree with that. I said that. I just don't think that that's the end for Aaron Rodgers. Could you imagine four snaps into a season and he calls it quits? And they're like, well, it'll be a year old. I don't care. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. I don't think he quits. Uh, what's up, Throb? I'll hang up and lurk and listen, driving home from Wichita. Be safe, buddy. Be real safe. What did Reyes do? What the hell? Okay, here we go. Trump 2024. What was that for? Reyes, what are you doing? What was what the fuck was that? Jen said, I don't need points for that. Did you delete it, Jen? Oh, you timed him out. Jen just timed him out. Oh, my God damn. Uh, Jen said, who? I'm partially listening. Uh, Bradley Smith going to join us. Uh, what is this? What's going on in the chat right now? Is this show off the rails? Is this show going crazy? What's happening right now? I don't understand what's happening. What's up, uh, Jared Taylor? All right. You know what? It doesn't matter. Robert Sala said he'd be shocked, and so would I. I don't think you go out like that if you're Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you call it quits. Um, now, is he going to be the same after an ACL at 40 years old? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I just don't think you have the career that he's had, and then that's how you go out. So I, I don't. I don't know. Reyes says redeem to time him out. Oh. She said, no, nah, since that's what he wants. That's why he said, okay, here we go. Now I get it. Okay. Got it. Now I see what's going on. Achilles heel. Uh, what is this? Remember, no politics. Yep, exactly. No politics. Don't need that. Unless I bring it up. If I bring it up, we're good. No politics in the chat. Um, all right. So that was uh, Robert Sala. This show is so weird already. I, don't, I regret I regret a lot of things today. And this is might be one of them. I don't feel well and lost my sense of smell. You're screwed, uh, Gravy. All right. NBA board has okayed tougher resting policy penalties. I think it's interesting, though. How do you enforce that? Right? How do you enforce that? How do you enforce resting policy penalties? All they got to do is say, ah, you know, I got a sore back today. I'm going to sit out. It's like your sore back is always on the back-to-back, on the back end of a back-to-back. He's like, well, that's the back. My back-to-back is back is sore. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they can enforce that. Can they enforce that? But the uh, NBA Board of Governors voted Wednesday to approve it, uh, approve, excuse me, t- uh, tougher resting policy rules and punishments for star players who sit out, including those on national TV and in season tournaments, excuse me, as well as multiple all stars sitting out together for regular season games. The rule would ultimately give the League of Office authority for greater oversight. Teams could be fined $1 million. So. That's going to be interesting, though. Uh, it says, in total, 25 teams and 50 players are impacted by the new rules. 15 teams have multiple players who were named All-NBA 
uh, or to the All-Star game uh, in the previous three seasons. So they put some thought into it at least. I don't know. It, it, it just it smacks of protests and um, reversals. Like, right? Like, well, he was actually hurt. Why? You can't say he wasn't hurt. He was actually hurt. It's not our fault that he got hurt in shoot-arounds prior to or whatever. So, I don't know. It says the NBA will incorporate a fine system for teams that begin with 100K for first offense, 250K for the second events, 1 million for, the, for more than the previous penalty. Oh, and one million more than the previous penalty for each additional fine. Wow. A league memo about the changes describes these areas of the new policy. This is team uh, teams must manage their rosters to ensure that no more than one star player is unavailable for the game for the same game. So, for example, the Celtics wouldn't uh, not be allowed to arrest Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in the same game unless they're both injured. It's crazy. So if one of them injured is is actually injured, you can't um, you can't have like uh, the other guy rest. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it says Amos. It sounds like they're trying to make sure star players play in the new season. Uh, oh, hundred percent they are. Chris from Sam Houston. That's great. He said, "Can we call this the Mavericks rule? That's outstanding. That's outstanding. <laughs> you damn can they rest KPJ? Yeah." Rest their case against him in a court of law. Back discomfort. That's it, Tony. Back discomfort. Uh, green means man. What up, man? Can see you. Who decides what a star is? Well, that's kind of what they spelled out. Um, it's if you are an all-star over the last three seasons or made the all-NBA team, you're considered a star player. Yeah. Pretty well. says as the league negotiates a new media rights deal, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has determined has been determined to increase player participation. Uh, I was trying to find for you. Here you go. The NBA is defining a star player as someone who has made the all-star or all NBA team in any of the three previous seasons. Ugh. Well, mm, ah, yeah. Flu like symptoms. Very good. Um, yeah, that's, uh, <sighs> some of those names could be questionable too. And I don't think they're going to go third team, all NBA. I think it's first team, all NBA. <clears throat> um, Ono says all NBA teams. So third, isn't there like third team all NBA? My God. So that's 15 over the last three seasons? Hold on. Let's look up who was like third team, third team all NBA 2022. Oh, Jesus. Uh, your 2023 all NBA third team includes... De'Aaron Fox, LeBron James, Dame Lillard, Julius Randle, and uh, Demata Sabonis. Okay. That's a pretty strong list for a third team. I stand corrected. I didn't think all NBA third team would be that good. Uh, that's pretty wild. Let's see. Yeah, here we go. All NBA third team. Uh, LeBron keeps making all NBA third team, by the way. 2022 and 2023. <clears throat> Excuse me. From okay, so three years ago, as of 2023, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, and Rudy Gobert. Oh, okay. I mean, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. All NBA third team are still superstars. I'm trying to find a, a name on this list where you would look at it and go, "That's not a star." Go. 
Steven the weather guy, that's outstanding, bro. You come up with some really good topics. I ain't gonna lie. Some of y'all need to get your shit. I'm so glad Flip uh, got fired by me. New uh, assistant associate regional to the executive assistant regional producer Uzi. Uh, who would be Spurs star player? Mm. Ah, damn, Titan Hugo. Why are you so mean? I'm trying to go back. Uh, Kimball Walker was 2019. All NBA third team. I'm trying to see, is there like a name where you're like, uh, no. It's definitely not. How did they make that list? Andre Drummond, but that was 2016. Because there's going to be a guy who like makes all NBA third team. <coughs> Excuse me. And then two or three years later, they're they're just garbage. They're just trash. They're no longer a viable player. And you got to cut bait with them. But, uh, so, oh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul made it in 2022. That means in 2024, Chris Paul will still be considered a star player. No. Um, <coughs> Amos said, if you're one or two of the best players on a team, you're a star. It's like porn. You know it when you see it. Nah, I don't know. If you're the second best player on the worst team in the NBA, are you a star? Are you? Are you? Are you? You might be a potential star. I wouldn't say the Rockets second best player from two years ago was a star. I wouldn't say that at all. Hell, I don't even know if the Rockets have a star. They've got a bunch of potentials, a bunch of could-bes. Yeah, no thanks. No, because KPJ was a second-best player for the Rockets a couple years ago. No way. No way. So I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Uh, All right, Stephen the Weather Guy had a good question. Who? What the? What was that? That was not supposed to be what that was. There we go. Just trying to go full screen. Steven Weatherguy said, who is on the all-deckhead third team? Oh, wow. Oh, eesh. That's... <sighs> Boy, we'd have to start with all-deckhead first team. And I'm not... I'll tell you what. I'm not opening up that can of worms. I'm definitely not doing... Wallace said the Rockets have zero stars. And I... Tend to agree. Um, ah, that is a good question. I would let y'all figure out all deckhead, first, second, and third team. I'm certainly not doing it. No way. No way. Because then you got a bunch of hurt feelings. That's all that's leading to. It's a great question. One that I shan't answer. Uh, all right. So we got that out of the way. The NFL Players Association is calling for grass fields. In all locations after the Aaron Rodgers injury. And it's like, come on. <coughs> do, do, are we doing this? I saw Aaron Raybould, former producer of the Blitz from ESPN 97.5, now the producer of the Houston Texans uh, radio broadcast. Or one of them. Or I don't know if he's a producer. I don't know what he does. Um, Yeah, exactly, Alan Denson. Be very careful. Um... But he brought up a good point. Didn't didn't everybody lose their mind and say we had to get rid of grass and put in turf after Clowney got hurt here in Houston? Remember now, there were several injuries at Reliant that people were like, the grass sucks. The grass sucks. 
You got these trays and they got seams and it looks like it looks like truck driver Pookie's lawn. There's shit everywhere and bald spots. It looks like Clarence's the back of Clarence's neck. You got it's got BDBs between the the forties. Clarence's like, hey, what the fuck did I do? I don't know why I made Clarence sound like Sling Blade. I have no idea. My bad, Clarence. Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, hell, the grass of the Super Bowl was garbage. Exactly! Exactly. It's one of those things where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, okay? You're, you're just, you're not, you're never going to make everybody happy. Turf is going to cause certain injuries and problems. Grass is going to cause, you know what? Fuck it. Concrete. That's it. I've had enough of this. Everybody plays on concrete now. Everybody plays on concrete from now on. I don't want to hear it. Or trampolines. Hey. Trampolines would be kind of dope, right? Call it a trample ball. Oh, my God. What? What? Yeah, concrete street ball. Thank you, Jared Taylor. Don't even have flags. It's just two below. Or (laughs) Clarence like, hey, man, what the, the fuck did I do? Yeah, nothing, Clarence. I love you, buddy. You know that. I mean, you beat me in fantasy. That's why. Exactly. It'd be like slam ball, but it, but it would be tramp ball. That's what we call it. Tramp ball. Like, exactly. Hugh Dab gets it. Was it the Giants or the Commanders that field that caused a problem? There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of fields that caused a problem, including the Texans. So um, it's a silly argument. <clears throat> Every year it changes. Somebody's going to get hurt. I don't know what else you do. I don't know. Maybe you just maybe maybe every field, uh, every football field should be made of uh, pillows. My the my pillow guy could sponsor it. Oh man! Speaking of guys, I don't know if I told you about this, but my my little sister, when my dad was in ICU. Um, she had taken a pillow up there. Oh my god! This pillow was the most amazing pillow. Ever, I need to go get it at the break and give you the name of it. Oh my God. So you get this pillow in the mail, it comes in a little box. It's like memory foam. But it's got these little cooling gel ball things in them. That's supposed to keep it cool as well. <clears throat> and when it comes in, it's real flat. And then you throw it in the uh, dryer and it fluffs up. But the foam and everything. Oh, so good. Hey, what's up, Ron? Good to see you here, Ron. Thanks for being here, man. Ron said, uh, thoughts on, uh, where'd it go? Thoughts on Thursday night's game. Yeah, we're actually going to get to it, Ron. Believe it or not, I uh, did my homework, and I made slides for all the games, Ron. All the games. Look, uh, no, wait, that's not it. Hold, hold on. That, shit, six. There you go. I'll give you an example, Ron. This is, this is. What the shit? There you go. Look at that. We're going to go over all that. I've got every game. I've got every over, under, and uh, all the odds for week two NFL. We're going to go through all of them. Uh, And we're going to go through fantasy. If you're in one of the Barry on Deck fantasy football leagues, well, you'd be happy to know. I got that too right there. We're going to go through them all, I promise, including uh, the uh, picks that you guys made for the winners. So we'll get to that as well. What is this? One, five, there we go. Okay, cool. Uh, so we'll go through all that. We're just going to finish up these sports headlines first. Also, don't forget, 415. 
4.15, we've got uh, uh, Bradley Smith joining me. Um, he's a voiceover actor. He's an actor. He's a comedian. He's a writer. And um, he's one of the few guys I know that has a YouTube play button for over 100,000 subscribers. So we'll talk to him at 415. That should be a fun and interesting conversation. Uh, Amos said, if a 260-pound man bends you backwards, then falls on you, bad things will happen. Yeah, you're right, Amos. If a 260-pound man bends you over... Some things are going to happen. Uh, what's up, Mr. Joe Pro? Good to see you, buddy. No, it's not my pillow, Tony. Is it my pillow, Sandra? Yes. No, Kelsey either about to have the best year he's ever had or the worst. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the promo code? What's up, Montrose Mike? Good to see you, man. I thought you were going to say suffocate him. No! We ain't suffocating nobody! Oh, playing trampoline pillow ball? I don't know. It's stupid. All right, your last, um, the last headline on this list, Michael Parsons ripped the New York Giants for not pulling Daniel Jones in a blowout loss. He had a lot, in fact. He had a lot to say about it. And uh, I was kind of surprised that he uh, i mean he really went to bat for um uh, i want to give you some of the quotes he really went to bat for a competitor but what he did is he went to bat uh for a fellow player listen to some of this this is this is quotes from the article i found on espn it's this is micah parsons talking saying all this quote it's called protecting your guy something i thought the giants should have done I don't think Daniel Jones should have been in that game in the fourth quarter. I thought they should have protected him and pulled him out. Barring injury, their season would be over without Daniel Jones. He went on to say, I do not agree with Daniel Jones staying out there until the last drive. I thought that was wrong. I thought that was deceiving. That's your franchise quarterback, and he's out there with a backup offensive line, still getting sacked and hit. I just didn't understand it. Maybe it was a prove-it moment by the Giants. I have no idea. A learning lesson? Who knows? But I thought Daniel Jones should have got pulled out. Thousand percent. I don't disagree with that. You know, um, there was no reason to be in there. The game was far and away out of hand. And he's got a great point. If you put in your backup offensive line, if you put in all your twos and threes, you damn well better pull a guy you just gave a lot of money to that didn't earn it in in uh daniel jones and get him out of there and if you don't believe that he's the guy and you don't care then what'd you pay him for <coughs> it doesn't make any sense it just it, it it doesn't make any sense so uh good for micah parsons for speaking up and but they just boy it was a bad look it was a bad look all the way around on a bad game too uh or during a bad game so uh what did jared say what did Clarence, Clarence got a pause. Clarence got a pause. <laughs> uh, what's up, Poch? Good to see you, buddy. Brandon Cook should take Micah and Daniel on his little airplane. <laughs> uh, would you ever see a baseball player saying the opposing manager should have taken out a pitcher who was at 90 pitches in the fifth and gave up six home runs? Listen, um, I'm, don't talk about Hunter Brown like that. Oh, that was just a, uh, yeah. Uh, <coughs> I, I, ah. Ah. maybe I doubt it, but maybe, I don't know. It's a good question, but I think it's a different kind of sport. 
You're not talking about a guy getting rocked and giving up six home runs in the fifth just because he doesn't have it that day. Daniel Jones didn't have it that day. The difference really is one sport's violent. One sport is um, you run the risk of injury, career-ending injuries, season-ending injuries. And the other one is just a dude whose ERA gets blowed up. So in that regard, I don't think it's the same. And I think that Micah Parsons comes from a place of love in that regard and respect for his fellow NFL competitor and player. So there you go. All right. Let's do this. We've got, uh, it's three o'clock. All right, cool. We got two hours. Uh, Let's hit some NFL. You guys want to do NFL week two odds now? I think we should uh, NBA pull their players for that reason. Yeah. They won't for very much longer. <coughs> I don't think. Um, oh, that would be funny. Going back to that, uh, that, that headline, they were talking about rest. When we were talking about the NBA board, okay, it's tougher resting policies. So what if you don't rest a guy? What if you just, CC said it was more of a humble brag. CC, that's funny. What if you just, okay, we're not going to rest Kawhi Leonard, but he plays four minutes. Ah, that's not rest. He goes out, he plays one minute in the first, one minute in the second, one minute into the third, one minute into the fourth. He didn't rest. He played Adam Silver. That's hilarious. I, I, that, that would be, that would be some Daryl Morey shit, by the way. That would definitely be something that nerd would do. Well, technically, what's the threshold? What's considered rest? Is it four minutes? Is it five minutes? It's like, oh, if he doesn't play at least seven minutes, got it. Kawhi, go play seven minutes, one second. As soon, pop, as, as soon as, well, not pop anymore, but pop started that bullshit. Pop wishes he had somebody to rest. <laughs> oh, well, he got big boy. So he's good now. He'll be the greatest coach again. Uh, Jared said, you think it's wise to have Verlander and his shadow same style picture going back to back nights? That's a good question, too. A lot of people say, um, you know, that, that Hunter Brown and Verlander are very similar pictures as far as I mean, obviously, Hunter Brown is, um, or Verlander is Hunter Brown's you know, hero and idol, and he looked up to him, and he, you've seen the side-by-sides. Everybody has. If you're a sports fan and you've even remotely followed uh, baseball, then I'm sure you've seen the side-by-sides of Hunter Brown and Justin Verlander. That said, just because their motion is similar and their delivery is similar, it certainly doesn't mean that the pitches that they make are, and you can game plan against that. Um, I don't think that that matters. You know what I mean? That'd be like saying, do you really want to throw two guys that, that, uh, you know, throw a hundred and our, our sidearm pitchers or whatever. I, I don't, I don't think that that matters. I think you got to go out and you got to make your pitch. I really do. I think you got to go out and make your pitches. Verlander has to make his. Hunter Brown has to make his. There's no reason they can't go back to back. <coughs> they just got to make their pitches. Um, see what the guy said. Maybe the NBA should just say if a star doesn't play for uh, rest reasons, he has to spend extra time with fan interaction. <laughs> uh, 
That's funny too. He's got to keep score and uh, also talk to all the media. Make them do a bunch of shit they hate. Guarantee they stop resting. Real quick, we can uh, touch real fast on your Astros. They've lost two in a row. Lost four to nothing to the A's, uh, and then six to two to the A's. Um, first of all, Jordan Alvarez laying down a bunt. If you had that, wow, step up and cash your check. You just made millions. Uh, and it was a good bunt, by the way. If you didn't watch the game last night, Jordan got down, got busy. I mean, laid down a perfect bunt. One of the most prolific power hitters on the last couple of seasons just bunted like he was Ricky Henderson. I don't know if Ricky was actually a good bunter, but uh, who was a good who was a good bunter back in the day? Probably Tony Gwynn. Probably somebody like Tony Gwynn. Um, but Jordan put it down and was laughing afterwards. Uh, other than that, really not a lot to get excited about with your Astros. I don't know why. I wish I had answers for you. I don't know why this team sucks so bad at home. Um, I mean, they did just beat the Padres two out of three at home. So you can't really say they can't win at home. And the Padres are a much better team than Oakland. I don't know what it is. I, I really, really don't. Let me see. What's the season series with Oakland? Uh regular season Astros lead at nine to three um they swept them at home the first time uh yep swept them at home then went on the road and won three uh then they've they've lost the last one one two they've lost the last three out of four against Oakland Listen, Oakland's been playing a lot better. I'm not saying this is a good baseball team by any stretch, but they've been playing a lot better, and they've they've really relished that spoiler role. Um, uh, where'd it go? You know, they've 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 they they won. Uh, well, they they've lost the last couple of series, so they're going to win this series. They lost the last series to the Rangers and to Toronto, but they still won some games from them. Swept the Angels, um, and they're you know split with the White Sox, so. They're having a little bit of fun with it, and they're playing better than they were uh, when the season started. So you gotta you gotta respect them, but still, it's just a god awful team. There's no there's no reason that you go out and lose two in a row to the A's at home. But that's what the Astros have been doing. Um, this Astros team is so confusing. It really is, Dandy Dan. Good to see you, buddy. The part of the pro oh Willie McGee and Vince Coleman. Well done, Alex. Part of the problem with the uh, with the Astros, and I tweeted this out tongue-in-cheek, but, man, the worst thing that could happen for the Astros is them to get home-field advantage in the playoffs. I don't know how much tongue-in-cheek that is, and I don't know what's the... What, what, what are we going to blame this on? <clears throat> what are we going to say it is? What are we going to say is the problem? And you know, and and Titan Hugo has a good point. Surprised no one is saying cameras in the outfield are really gone now. Yeah, I'm surprised no one is saying, yeah, you can't cheat. Uh, well, you don't cheat it on the road, and they're fucking raking on the road. So I, I don't understand. I don't know what the conundrum is. It's not Dusty. Dusty has nothing to do with their home versus road record. I don't know what it is. It's just weird. It's really, really weird. I'm curious if we look back on the last several seasons um how good or bad was this team oops 
How good or bad was this team on the road? Let's see here. Astros. All right, here we go. Uh, no, I want splits. Where's their splits? Here we go. Astros splits 2023. Um, they, uh, where's their winning percentages? Well, it doesn't have it. They are, uh, oh, you know what? We'll go to standings. That's how you do it. That's the best way to do it. Damn them splits. All right, right now, Astros have a one-game lead on the Rangers and a one-and-a-half game lead on the Mariners. They are 37-37 and 37 at home, 45-27 and 27 on the road. If we go to last year, they were 55-26 and 26 at home. It doesn't make any sense. 51-30 and 30 on the road. Uh, 2021, 51-30. and 30. Uh, 2022... Uh, 20 and eight or 2020, excuse me, but that didn't matter. Uh, that was that, uh, whatever 60 and 21 in 2019, 2018, they were 46 and 35. And in 2017, they were 48 and 33. It doesn't make sense. It's the weirdest, weirdest thing. <coughs> excuse me. Um, Jared, are you using talk to text to chat on Twitch? That's that's probably not good. Uh, what's up, Jesus? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, what's up, Ian? Good to see you as well. Um, Astros are known cheaters, and they're smart about it. Maybe they have cameras in all the other stadiums. Several dudes pointing at his uh, at his meme. True. Uh, let's see. Budweiser sign in the outfield, catching batter's eyes at home. <laughs> what is this? A team full of alcoholics. Rudy's had slump busters on the road. I don't. Were they playing in Milwaukee every week? Just a bunch of big, big base of the cheerleader pyramid type chicks. I don't know. All right. Um. Uh, let's do some <sighs> torn. Let's do. You know what? Let's get let's get this out of the way first. I'm gonna get my shot out of the way. Let's before we get into. The fantasy talk. Uh, and I do have fantasy talk for you. Before we get into that, before we get into that, let's see here. Uh, oh. Yeah, baby. Oh, snap. Birthday time, bitches. Berries. We got birthdays a plenty and we're blowing them out. <coughs> Excuse me. Happy birthday, Mo! Yeah, that song is definitely not gonna keep my sleeping baby asleep in the truck. Sorry, Jared. Wake up, baby! Hey. Everybody stop. Jared's got a sleeping baby in the car. Wake up, baby! Shut up, Jared. I love Mo because Mo doesn't come around. He don't give a fuck about this show. He's busy making millions. Uh, I read the Houston Family Nutrition. Shout out to Houston Family Nutrition. Mo was a sponsor of our inaugural Usual Suspects Weight Loss Challenge. Mo been rocking with me ever since. So happy birthday, Mo! Even though you never listen anymore, I still love you, buddy. 
so much. You've been rocking with me. That's what I, I respect people. I respect all y'all. I respect all y'all. What's up, Eric? I respect all y'all. But if you don't listen and you still are a member of Patreon, that, that's, that's big. I mean, I want you all to be members and listen. That's, that's pretty dope. Thank you, Mo. I love you. Happy birthday. I, I hope you get you know, roadhead or a handjob or whatever it is you're into. Speaking of roadhead and handjobs, happy birthday, Tony. He's an expert in the field um, at both giving and receiving. And uh, Tony, happy birthday, buddy. I hope you have a great day. I hope it's filled with um, curls and bench presses and Tony works out a lot and he's super muscular and handsome hence the name Tony the Handsome uh, I hope you have a great day by the way all these birthdays on 916 so happy birthday to uh, Tony the Handsome happy birthday to Mo happy birthday to Thor Thor you playing you happy birthday to you my friend I hope you don't get roadhead or a, a hand job from Tony, but you still get one. It's just, unless you want one from Tony and he wants to give. Okay, that got weird. That's. I don't know. I don't know. Thor, happy birthday. We got three people born on 916. What's the significance of that? If we go back nine months, <laughs> Mark said, happy birthday, Thor. Who? Thor, damn it. If we go back nine months, what? Let's see. Let's go back. Uh, so it's September 16th. So uh, August is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So December-ish. Yeah, December-ish. Green means mess. It isn't today 9-13. I'll explain in a second. So we go back to uh, December. That's nine months ago. So what we know is that Thor and Tony G and Mo and uh, and uh, last but certainly certainly not least my sweet 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 Donna. I hope you. I don't know if I'm allowed to. Hope Donna gets roadhead. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Donna, uh, Donna already had a party, so we don't have to say Donna. Oh, 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 Okay, that got weird. Uh, hey, man, happy birthday to all of you, Donna, Thor, Tony, and Mo. I love you guys to death. I hope you have great days. Cheers. All right. Uh. All right, let me answer the question. Uh, isn't today the 13th? No show tomorrow. Uh, we don't do shows on Friday. And the 16th is on a Saturday. Uh, so we wouldn't have been be in here. We wouldn't be here even if we did shows on Friday. So we're not doing shows on. Um, so we always do our birthdays to cover all the shows that we're not here. No, I'm not doing four shots, Alex. You are out of your ever loving mind. So, yeah, we're not here tomorrow, Friday, Saturday or Sunday. So we just got to do all the birthdays to get them in. Tomorrow is Thursday. Yes, but love gravy. 
I uh, said at the beginning of the show tomorrow. I, I don't know where you're from, Gravy. Are you from? Uh, are you from the H? I think you're from the H. Um, yeah, you're from the H. Uh, tomorrow, I'm on the show with uh, Joe Blank tomorrow from three until six. I'll be filling in for Jeremy Branham on the Killer Bees three into six uh, on ESPN 975. And then, and then, and then uh, Jerome Solomon and I have a brand new radio show. that kicks off uh, six o'clock. You can hear it every Thursday from six to 7 p.m. It's called Game On. And uh, check that out when it's done. All right. Happy birthday to everybody. I love you, Donna. I love you, Tony. I love you, Thor. And I love you, Mo. Um, I do hope you guys have great birthdays. I really, really do. Throb said, I picked up my phone as soon as I pulled in the driveway and see Barry rubbing his titties. I'll see y'all Monday. That's right. You're leaving to go jerk off. I get it. I get it, buddy. They don't call you Throb for a reason. As soon as you saw me grab them man teats, you were like, Boner Town. And you're the mayor. Uh, Sean said, I'm definitely tuning in for you and Jerome. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. I'm excited to, to be doing radio again on a semi-regular basis. I mean, it's weekly at least. It's only one hour, but I'll take it. It's a start. It's a start. It's a start. It's a, it's a, it's one small step in the right direction to getting back on radio. I can't ask for more than that. All right. I mean, I guess I could, but no one would give a shit. Okay. Let's get to some... Got an hour until Bradley gets here. Uh, let's do some NFL talk first, and then we'll get to fantasy. I want to make sure, this is just me being a producer of a show, I want to make sure all the sports fans that are tuned in and listening, um, we don't lose them. And some of y'all, because some of y'all aren't in these fantasy leagues and probably don't give a shit. So let's talk a little football first. Uh, we got a little baseball talk in, so let's... T- Okay, hold on. Let me create these slides. Once again, your boy has failed because I don't have my damn... What the shit? I don't have my slides created. What does that say? Station. Green means meh. Uh, ESPN 97.5. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I'll be back on uh, uh, ESPN 97.5 weekly. Nothing like Jerome telling Barry, that's just dumb live on the radio. Just constantly. We were laughing because uh, we were talking after we did the TV show today. Uh, driving home and I was giving him shit about messing with Josh Beard when he was on with him. I was like, man, you had that boy shook. And he was laughing. I was like, I warned Josh, I was, or I didn't warn Josh, but I told Josh, I was like, how to go with Jerome? And he's like, it went okay. It was kind of a rough start. I was like, yeah, I should have warned you. You can't just say shit around Jerome. Like, you know, a lot of us will just throw things out. Not Jerome. Jerome, Jerome, like, there's no wasted words. And if you say something, you better mean it. Because if you don't, or it's just you're talking, you know, you're just, you're, you're waxing poetic and, and what he's going to call you on it. And then it makes it awkward. And you're like, well, that's not really what I meant. Well, then why'd you say it? And it's like, okay, I, Jesus Christ. I fuss at him all the time. I'm like, oh my God. Just stop. Doesn't everybody give a shit? I'm like, yeah, they do. Just because you don't give a shit doesn't mean other people think the same way. I love Jerome, though. He's the best. Uh, Mark says, is there a way to watch the weekly matchup? It would be nice to track that since it's generally not going to be in most of our leagues. Uh, no. Uh, excuse me. No, there's no way to watch it, I don't believe. so. Okay, let's talk a little NFL football. Um, these are just the the odds and the lines and... Um, we had lunch with Jerome once. I think I said two words. <laughs> Were you intimidated, CC? That's not like you at all. 
That's not like you at all. You were intimidated by Jerome? Rome and Rome. Um, all right, here's your week two odds for the upcoming uh, NFL week two. Um, and again, I'm not going to go through and break every game down and give you all the whatnot and the who's what's. Uh, oh, no, he never shut up. Well, well, there's that. Um, he is a hell of a talker, Potch said. That's funny. Uh, so I'm just showing you these. We can talk about which way you lean or whatnot, but this is more informational. Y'all know I don't get down on the Laminator 5000 until about week five. <coughs> uh, CC so, says so much tea, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jerome will spill it. Um, so this isn't me making picks necessarily, but we can talk a little bit about it. Um, Vikings Eagles kick us off tomorrow night, as a matter of fact, in Philadelphia. Uh, Philly favored by six and the over under 49. Uh, Philly looks good early. I don't know. Thursday's games are shit. And this early is uh, and this early is super dicey. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, yeah, most Thursday games do suck because the teams are on short rest. But why are you saying, and this early sucks? I don't. I'm looking at the injury report for this game. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, center for the Vikings, is out. Uh, Marcus Davenport is uh, questionable. Uh, Christian Darisol is questionable. Fletcher Cox is questionable. Reed Blankenship, James Bradbury are questionable. Yeah, I don't see any. Well, Kenneth Gainwell is out. Damn it! God! This is my fantasy. Guys, damn! Gainwell already out. Son of a bitch. And I had him on the bench this week. Why? <clears throat> I'm screwed. Um, Vikings put up 385 yards of total offense last week. The, the Eagles put up 267. Um, Vikings lost 20-17. Eagles won 25-20. So, and it's week one. Look, it's just a lot of these are too risky to bet. This is why I wait until about week five. Okay. This is why I wait till about week five to start really wagering and getting an idea because you don't really know who these teams are until they've at least played four or five games. And then you can start to use some of the data and you start to get an idea of what teams are good and what teams are bad. What's the, you know, because you don't know, are the Eagles going to always put up 267 games? Um, or 267 yards per game total offense. I don't know. I expected them to put up more than that. They gave up 76 yards rushing, you know, and week one's always bad offense. So you really don't get a good gauge until you're three, four, five games into the season. So that's why I say for this, even breaking it down. Um, yeah, we could do all that shit, but it just, it, you, nobody knows yet. Nobody knows what these teams are. Uh, was it saying Marcus Davenport? Shocker is injured. Yeah. Too risky to bet on. I wonder if he uh, spills the good and the bad tea. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, hey, Barry, Mark G is here today. How about them bears? Oh, Mark. I love it. I love it. Mark, let's go. Uh, let's go real quick, chat. Let's go. Let's go take a gander real fast. When keeping it real goes wrong. Uh, let's go to the Barry on Deck Discord. We'll go down to Sports Talk. 
Um, let's scroll up, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, oh boy, we buried that real fast. Nope, no pun intended. Oh, that's hilarious. Some of the memes y'all put on the Discord are amazing, I swear. You guys are the best. Y'all keep that Discord popping. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here's here's Mark G. Here's Mark G and the Disky Cordy. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Mm. This was at 1228 a.m. <laughs> Look, Mark said, dude's going to bring up my late night drunken messages. Yes. You don't, you tagged me, bro. You don't get to tag me. And then we act like it didn't happen. You tagged me to talk shit. I'm going to be cocky as fuck right now and send this song out to Barry about Justin Fields. Check out Bow Down by I Prevail. I didn't even listen to the song. I don't even know that. I, mean, I, I, I tried and then it didn't work. And I was like, it's a whole mess thing. Um, and then this was my rebuttal after Fields is weak, uh, which is, it was a, a, a weak week. This was my room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark said, this is so cringy to hear it sober. <laughs> Don't drink in discord y'all. Don't drink in discord. Uh, I'm here to tell you, homie, ugh, Justin Fields is ass, bro. I've been trying to tell you that. You know, nobody, everybody thought I was a hater because I said Trey Lance and Justin Fields ain't it. I don't like their game. I don't think they're good. I got called a hater. I'm surprised nobody called me racist like they did when I said John Singleton didn't deserve to be on a major league roster. <sighs> but they don't do it for me. Not it. Uh, and I, I, You can go ahead and put them in, my, in the group with Ryan Tannehill. And the set Baker Mayfield, they're all the same to me. And then see, I end up defending Dak Prescott and Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins. And I don't know. Honestly, it's their defense. It's everything with the Bears. It's that their O line is at trash. It's everything. The Bears are not great. Uh, week one, I'm not calling it yet. <laughs> Everflu sucks though. Justin Fields sucks, bro. Some of his throws are way off. Had DJ Moore on the sideline on a first and goal on the eight-yard line. Fields wouldn't have hit him anyways. Uh, Excuse me. Um, We got two Bears fans in the chat. Sean hates stuff and Mark G. And Marty Z when he's here, but he's not here. Danny Dan's, they cut the Bears some slack, Barry. It's not like they had the top pick for a QB last season. (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Make me go Martin on that. Ouch, ouch, Gina. Damn, Gina. He's making so much sense. Bro. Who's worse, Bears or Falcons? Bears. Bro, the Falcons have some talent. Falcons have some talent. They're just, they don't have a quarterback. Sean's a Cowboys fan now. Oh, no. Okay. There you go. Destiny said, poor DJ Moore. Such a good player whose QBs always suck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Watch the Bears trade him to the Falcons. Man, you're the Texans that you could go get DJ Moore. See what CJ Stroud is made of. I don't know. 
Can we talk week nine? I'm not giving up on fields over a week one game. He sucked last year, bro. Don't make me do this, Mark. I didn't pick this fight, Mark. I just need you to know that. I didn't do this. You're the one that tagged me. You're the one that messaged me. You're the one that sent it. But let's just take a quick little gander, shall we? Bro, and then let, I mean, oh my God, here we go. Fields uh, completed 58.9% of his passes his first year, played at 12 games. Last year, played in 15 games, 60% of his passes. Um, 2,200 yards last year, average 7.1 yards per pass, 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He was sacked 55 times. He had a QBR of 56. Bro, it's just not the guy. And all you had to do was watch some games, and I know you did, Mark. He's not good. Ron said my play for this week is going to be Eagles money line. Cowboys minus two and a half. Uh, all right, let me get back to these. Uh, let's get back to the seriousness now. Let's let's leave Mark alone. <coughs> you got Eagles money line? Mm, are you? Is it a parlay? Or are you just playing them individually? Um, I don't know. What's the? What's the? Uh, let me look up the. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Bovada. Once I get the Laminator 5000 up and running, these will be a lot easier to answer. Oh, you're parlaying them? Uh, uh, the minus 270. I think you could find some better value. I mean, minus 270 is a lot, but I know you're parlaying it. Uh Honestly, I don't know. Let's see. The Titans are at home against the Chargers and are a plus 135. What's some of these smaller spreads? I know Indy and Houston is uh, a, a small spread. We can look at that. I don't love it. I don't love the, the minus 270. I think you're giving up too much money. Or it's costing you too much to do that. But um, Speaking of the Falcons, how did Mike Vick make it? Uh, back on a broadcast TV, what happened to cancel culture? Well, I mean, he paid his dues, I guess. I don't know. Um, I applaud you, Mark. I'm done. I can't take it anymore. Year after year after year. Same, fam. Same. I'm, that's, I feel the same way about the Aggies. All right. Barry, congrats on the new show. Thank you, B. Hannah. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, Ron said, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't like that. The minus two seventy. of course, that's what I'm looking at. I don't know what you're getting it for. I don't know what it's costing you, but dude, I feel like there's gotta be better money out there uh, at least on the money line. Right. Um, let's see Bengals. Uh, so Bengals Ravens, that's uh the over under on that is 46 Bengals are favored by three and a half at home and on the money line, they're minus minus one eighty five. Ah, are you dead set on, are you dead set on, on the Eagles? Let's just keep rolling. We'll see. Ravens are plus 160 on the money line. Um, So there you go. There's that. I should probably put that on there for next time. Bucks are a two and a half point favorite at home. That's it, by the way. Two and a half point favorite at home. 
against the Bears in the shitty quarterback bowl. It's Baker Mayfield versus Justin Fields. Uh, the over-under on this game is 41. Jesus, that's sad. That's the same, but it gets worse. It gets worse because there's two more games that are less than that. So we're talking 21-20? Yeesh. Uh, Falcons, Packers, Falcons are at home. They're a home dog. Packers are favored by one and a half on the road. Over under on that is 40. Um, you know, what's funny is the, the, the Falcons now it's moved down to one. So the Falcons are a one point dog at home. I mean, if you're taking risks, they're even money, so it don't cost you anything. Now, you're not getting any points, um, but if you're just doing money line, the Falcons, even money, that's that's not the, the dumbest thing in the world. Because I, I feel like, well, we'll see what Jordan Love does. But um, at home, the Texans are a one-point underdog to the lowly Indianapolis Colts. That, that game's going to be ugly. 39.5 is the over-under on that. Jesus. That's also really ugly. So we're talking 20 to 19 or something like that. That 20 to 19, we got to watch that. Oh, <coughs> that's going to be terrible. But it, what's weird is if you look at the ESPN matchup predictor, it has the Texans slightly favored in that regard. Uh, let me go here. NFL schedule. Let's see. Mm, here we go. Look at this. This is weird. Uh, this is the matchup predictor. The Texans are a slight favorite in the matchup predictor, but yet they are a one-point dog uh, at home with that over-under being 39. Um, you know what? I'm not taking the – I'm not uh, – Potch said I'm, I'll take the point. Bro, with that offensive line – I mean, look, Anthony Richardson made some, some uh, rookie mistakes, okay? And let me explain the difference between – what he's going through in Indy and what C.J. Stroud is going through here in Houston because they're both on similar journeys on two really bad football teams. And I don't think Indy's O-line is great by any stretch. But it's good and it's better than the Texans, at least it's better than the Texans right now through one week based on injuries and everything else. I mean, C.J. Stroud, we don't even we can't even see him make rookie mistakes because all he does is run for his life. Uh, Indy defense didn't show too much. Well, I mean, great, because the Texans' offense didn't either. And I understand they were playing a really good defense in Baltimore. I, I, I'm i not impressed. Thank you for lurking, B-Hannon. I, I just, I, would, I wouldn't have bet this game. I would stay away from this game. I think you could, you could be like Ron and maybe look for some value somewhere. But I, I, there's no reason to bet this game. And I... I mean, the good news is, could the Texans win outright? Yeah, because it's a shitty football team that they're playing. It's two shitty teams. And when you get two shitty teams together, you never know what can happen. But I think that old line for the Texans is so bad that we're not even going to get an idea of what this offense is until they get all, until they get healthy and they get everybody back. And then we'll have a better idea. So, um, I would stay away from it. Although the interesting thing is now it's back up to a point and a half, just like that. The interesting thing is, well, it's at a point and a half now. Colts are now favored by one and a half. Um, if you look at the matchup predictor, hell, you might money line the Texans. You get plus 105. Yeah, it is the toilet bowl. It's a shitty game. Yes, a shit show. A shit bowl. The toilet bowl. 
I get it. Thank you guys for all the poop references. Uh, Posh said, oh, I'm not betting. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-mile pole. Yeah, I agree on that. But, you know, getting the, getting that Texans team at home, plus 105. See, that's what I look for if I'm money lining stuff. I just want to know, like, who's got a chance to win outright and some value? Because if you're doing – because, look, going back to Ron's, and I'm not trying to bogart the whole segment with Ron, but we're still on that slide. Minnesota's not bad. I mean, they might be, but we don't know yet. But they're they're historically Minnesota's not a terrible team. Uh, recently, at least Kirk Cousins has been a great regular season quarterback. Could they go on the road and win in Philly? Yeah, will they? Maybe not. Probably not. But could they? Sure. So it's not as a big of a slam dunk as some of these other ones. Um, although the spread is pretty big at minus six. Just, I don't know. I think it's closer than that. But what the hell do I know, right? That's why I rely on formulas. All right, a couple of more. Let's get the rest of these in before we jump to our uh, uh, fantasy uh, um, matchups. Here we go. Uh, Week two odds, keeping that rolling. Jags at home, a three-and-a-half-point dog to the lowly Kansas City Chiefs. The lowly. The defeated, the winless. Okay. And if Patrick Mahomes' is, you know, receiving core doesn't fail him, well, then this is a whole different story. Uh, over under, and this one's 51 and a half. Boy, Jacksonville has to be feeling good about themselves. Uh, they got to like the way that they uh, acquitted themselves in week one. Let me get you some stats here. Ah, Jacks put up 346 yards in total offense. And in today's NFL, that's okay. It's not, it's not great. Uh, but they held they held the Colts to 65 yards rushing. They won 31 to 21. And it was a bad Colts team. But then again, uh, the Chiefs, uh, without Travis Kelsey, they did, did get Chris Jones back. I like the Chiefs, and I would money line the Chiefs in this, but I don't know that I'd give up the three and a half because without Travis Kelsey, it's still a scary proposition. <clears throat> so I think I'd money line the, the, the Chiefs. They're only minus 185. Um, all right, so Raiders, Bills. Um, oh, I got sneeze. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um. Bill's an eight and a half point favorite at home against Jimmy G and the Raiders over under. And that is 47. I think I like it. I like the over if, if, if Jimmy G and the Raiders hold up their end of the bargain. Now, again, you're going West coast to East coast. We know we always hear about that and the body clock and everything else. Eight and a half is also a lot in the NFL. I'm trying to pull up last week's. So I want to see each matchup as we go too. Uh, because, hold on, let me see here. Uh, where'd it go? There we go. Oh, uh, because I don't have the shit memorized. Last week, ugh, God, Raiders managed, managed uh, 261 yards in total offense. Um, Did your Addy wear off B? No. Why? Uh, 261 yards in total offense against Denver, which... Denver's got a good defense. It's always been 
Russ and the offense that's been the problem, at least last year it was. And, of course, we know what happened to the Bills and the versus the Jets in overtime. Um, I don't believe in the Raiders. I don't know if eight and a half is too much, though. I kind of feel like it is. But who knows? Maybe Buffalo's so pissed that they go on like this long winning streak where they destroy everybody just because they looked so bad. Um, but yeah, why are you asking if my Adderall weird off? You think I'm distracted? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give as much information as I can during these games. <laughs> Cisco said, mine did. Thanks for reminding me, uh, Flip. Appreciate it. All right, Tennessee at home. Uh, minus, or they're, they're a three-point dog at home against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm definitely not rocking with Tennessee in any shape, form, or fashion. As long as Ryan Tannehill is their quarterback. Uh, in this one, and last week they put up 302 yards in total offense uh, against the Saints, which is a good defense. 104 yards rushing, but I think Derrick Henry only had 60 of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, didn't even get to 200 yards passing. Plus, Tannehill just turned the ball over like crazy. So the good news for them is their defense is still stout. Uh, and that'll keep them in some of these games. We'll see what the Chargers do. Chargers also lost. So somebody's O has to go in this one. Josh Allen is the, or uh, excuse me, Justin Herbert is a risk taker. And uh, I don't know. Uh, this one is, let's see. Yeah. 45 is the over under. Where is the. There we go. Titans at home. Titans are plus 135 money line. Chargers are minus 160. I don't like either of those. Uh, minus 160 is actually not bad for the Chargers on the road. Uh, they only gave up 70, 70 yards rushing against Miami. Of course, they gave up 466 yards passing, but that'll happen. <sighs> All right. Uh, Patriots at home, a two and a half point dog against. <sighs> scary, scary Miami offense right now. Scary Miami offense. Three interceptions for the Saints secondary. Is that you calling a shot there, bud? Or was that just against Ryan Tannehill? I don't know if that's a brag, Perry, but, I mean, I get it. The, 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 the Saints defense is good. The Saints defense is good. Uh, but it's also Ryan Tannehill. You know what I mean? So they're not, not a good test. Um, there'll be a better test for them, I'm sure. What do they play this week? They play. Never mind. It won't be a good test. Um, all right. Uh, Patriots at home, two and a half point dog against the Dolphins. <sighs> this Dolphins team, and this is such a huge if, but if they can keep Tua healthy. God, this is a scary offense. And if they get some, they can get some defensive play. Here's the problem is the Dolphins just try to outscore you. You know what I'm saying? The Dolphins are like, um, like the Chiefs used to be, I guess. Because remember, you just, you had to outscore the Chiefs. Their, their defense wasn't great at one point. It was just their, their offense was prolific. And that's kind of what the Dolphins are now. The Dolphins last week gave up mm, 228 yards in the air, 234 yards on the ground 
against the Chargers last week. Eesh. That's a lot of rushing yards. But the problem is, is I don't think the Patriots, regardless of whether they run rough shot, first of all, you, and, and maybe that's the Dolphins' MO, right? Yeah, you can run the ball all day. We don't give a shit. Run out the clock. Because we're going to, you know, we're going to score quickly. We're going to, what was the seven-second offense that Dan, uh, Mike D'Antoni used to run out in uh, uh, Phoenix? Right? It'd get a shot up within, within seven seconds of the shot clock. That's kind of what the Dolphins' offense reminds me of. It's a quick, quick offense. They want to, they want to, they want to run quick plays. They're, they're fast as far as their skill positions go. They score quickly. I'd love to see what the average scoring play was for Miami, and I'd, I'd love to track that throughout the year and see. My nerdy ass probably would. Told Dallas said run and shoot Oilers. I don't even know. Yeah, Throb said uh, they they don't have Austin Eckler. True that too. Um, but the the scary thing is. Is you could they'll they'll probably let you run the ball all day. They don't care. Yeah, you want to play ball control? Cool. Cause we're gonna put up 40 and you're gonna have to put up 41. And we'll put our 40 up faster. Um, I would love them to though. I can't take the Dolphins serious as an actual and real uh Super Bowl contender or 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 threat in the playoffs until they play better defense. So they've got plenty of time to figure that out. Um, and in this one, I just think the Patriots might be overmatched. I don't think they have the offensive weapons to hang with the Dolphins. And I certainly don't think two and a half is enough. If I'm if I'm betting any game so far this week, I think I'm taking the Dolphins and giving the points. I don't think the Patriots want any part of this with them. No way, no how. I don't think two and a half is nearly close to enough. Not even close. Uh, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at um, injuries. Elijah Campbell is questionable. Uh, Julian Hill tied in for the Dolphins. So you got their a safety tight end. Uh, uh, Teron Armstead is uh, a tackle. He's questionable. Jalen Waddle's questionable. And Raheem Mostart. Uh, obviously, Waddle's a big name to be questionable for the Patriots. Cole Strange, uh, Keishon Booty, David Andrews, Trent Brown. Uh, city so city sow. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Anyways, a lot of questionables in this. Doesn't matter. <sighs> the Patriots are just outmatched offensively. Uh, yeah, Perry said definitely taking the fins. Totally agree with that. Cardinals, Giants, Cardinals at home. Uh, five and a half point dog. That's it. That's it. I get it. Uh, the Cardinals actually scored more points than the New York Football Giants did. In week one, was there anybody? Did anybody else get shut out besides the Giants? Uh, no. Dallas, the only defense in the NFL to pitch a shutout, aka the Giants, the only offense to not put any points on the board. And don't forget, forty to nothing, and Dallas's field goal kicker. I mean, it could have been more. Did he miss a field goal as well, or was it just the uh, that extra point? I feel like he missed uh, something else, too. No, he was two for two in field goals. Okay. And four and five for extra points. Okay, yeah. Uh, Graham Gano, 0 for two in field goal attempts. So it could have at least been 41 to six. But nope. Um, You know, and of course, Daniel Jones' two interceptions and how many turnovers total? Did they have? Let's see. Team stats. 
Okay, three turnovers turnovers total by the Giants, two interceptions and a lost fumble. And they had the ball more too. But you know what? When you score on special teams and whatnot, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna you're gonna lose the time of possession battle for sure. I want to look up the Dolphins' time of possession last week. Let's go look that up too, just real real fast. Humor me, humor me, Chad. Here we go, Miami. <coughs> Excuse me, damn, that was a hacky sounding call. Uh, team stats. Wow, not even close. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Miami had two turnovers in the game. Um, the Chargers did not turn the ball over, and Miami still won. Uh, they had the ball 27 minutes and 19 seconds. The Chargers had the ball 32 minutes and 41 seconds. Wow. Miami ran 65 plays. The Chargers ran 76. And, and Miami put up uh, more, 100 yards more uh, total offense. Than, that's just prolific. So there you go. Um, I wouldn't bet that Cardinals-Giants game. That's like the Colts and the Texans. Unless you're just a diehard Cardinals or Giants fan. What are you doing? Ignore both of those because those both suck. Eh, no fun. No thanks. I'm glad I don't have to watch that shit. I'll tell you that. Thank God. All right. Uh, a couple more games left on the docket. Lions at home. Four and a half point favorite against the Seahawks. 48's the over under on that. We'll see if the Lions um, keep some of that momentum going as they... W- Beat the Chiefs. Probably should have lost to the Chiefs. Lions should be 0-1, but they're not. And that's all that matters. Uh, Chargers, or excuse me, the Rams at home against the San Francisco Giants. They are a 7.5-point dog. 44 and a half is the over-under. I really like um, San Francisco on the 7.5. I think the Rams are still not good, even though people were like, whoa, well, the Rams are surprising. Mm. I don't like the money line. San Francisco's minus 350 on the money line. The only bigger uh, money line fave and uh, let's see. Oh, the Bills are minus 415 and an eight and a half point favorite. Yeah. So the Bills are the biggest favorite of the week. Uh, Followed closely by the Cowboys. And then the Niners. Uh, and they're at minus 350. Cowboys are at minus 420 on the money line, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, Niners, Rams. Niners don't really have to travel. That's that's to their advantage. We know that the Rams don't really have a home field advantage. So, um, let's see. Last week. Ah, God, I had to sneeze again. Uh, last week, the Rams. Where'd they go? Yeah, they beat Seattle 30 to 13. And everybody's like, oh my God, they're back. Matthew Stafford put up 334 yards. Well, look, I think that's just kind of either speaks volumes about how bad Seattle is, but I don't think that that has it. And that was without Cooper Cup, which is super impressive, I guess. But I don't know. How bad is Seattle going to be? Or was this just a fluke? I don't know. Uh, but I'm not buying what the Rams are selling, and certainly not after one week, and certainly not after beating a team like Seattle. 
So proceed with caution with the Rams and believe in uh, and and you know them huffing their own farts. But seven and a half point dog. I like the Niners in that. Niners are really good. Cowboys. This says nine point favorite, but it's already gone down to eight since I did these odds a couple of hours ago. Cowboys at home a nine point favorite against the Jets. Uh, I'm literally looking live at Bovada right now, and it's down to eight. So it's moving. It's moving. A point is a lot. A point is a lot. And, um, man, if you're a betting person, minus eight right now, you save that point. If you're thinking about it, um, over under 39. That, that just tells you right there that they think that this is a defensive struggle between two teams. I mean, what's it, what's that close would be 20 to 19, right? Uh, in this case, though, what they're saying is, what, uh, 29 to, no. I mean, nine points, that's a lot. What would be the 40 would be 20, 20, I mean, 20, Oh, shit, I don't even know. It's too much. I'd actually bet that game if I was a betting man, said Terrence. <sighs> the problem is the Jets' defense is really, really good. <clears throat> it really is. That's a that's a stout and good uh, Jets' defense. So, I mean, they, you know, I get it. Josh Allen's a gunslinger, and he's going to throw himself into a lot of interceptions, but. Last year, that Jets defense was good, and they haven't done anything to prove that they've gotten worse. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nine seems like a lot to give up, even if you are at home, and even if you did win like the Cowboys won. But remember now, you're not always going to get those kind of turnovers and special teams touchdowns. Those don't happen all the time. So, those can inflate some numbers, which goes back to why I always say I need four or five um, weeks before I do that because, man, if I started plugging in these numbers into the Laminator 5000, it would be super skewed. So, uh, nine seems like a little much to me. I think they win, but I don't know about nine. Uh, Broncos, three and a half point favorite at home against the Washington Commanders. Over under in that is 37 and a half. And I know my boy Jeff Bell gotta be feeling it. Uh, Terrence said it's not Josh Allen, it's Zach Wilson. Yeah, but... I'm showing Cowboys nine and a half on my bookie. Well, I'm I'm on Bovada and it updates constantly, and Bovada has it at eight and still has it at eight. As a matter of fact, here I'll since you're calling me a liar. Right there. Dallas Cowboys, right there. Right there. You look at it. Look at it. Eight point favorite. You can get Cowboys at eight. Eh, not bad. Definitely not bad. Yeah, it's a different book for sure. Um, but yeah, I use Bovada. Um, and there it is. Oh, we got movement in the Lions and Seahawks. What What do they move? What do they move? It's at four and a half and 48. The over-under is dipped. Still four and a half, but it's now 47. There you go. Uh, sorry, Jeff Bell. I love you, but no one gives a shit about Broncos and Commanders. Broncos three and a half point favorite. Uh, over under is 37 and a half. That's, I think, the lowest over under of the week. That tells you, I mean, that's lower than Texans Colts. Jesus Christ. How bad are the Broncos and the Commanders that they're over under? Oh, it's already gone up. It's already up to 38 and a half now. 
What was uh, Texas Colts is at? Texas Colts is at 39 and a half. And still, Jesus, how bad are the Broncos and the Commanders? Yeah, it's already. The, <clears throat> and then you got um, Steelers, Browns, Steelers at home. Two and a half point dog to the Browns at defense. Oh, my God. Browns defense looked really good in week one. I really thought the Steelers, Steelers would uh, um, show better than they did, but it's week one. I'm not worried about it. Mike Tomlin's a damn genius, and you will all respect it. Um, Let's see, week two. There we go. So, uh, I don't know. 39 is pretty low as well. Uh, let me see, where was this one at? Um, and that is a Monday night game along with the um, Saints and the Panthers. So keep that in mind, too. It's a Monday night game. Browns beat Cincy 24-3. Steelers lost to San Francisco 30-7. to But San Francisco is one of the best teams in the NFL right now. So I don't know that that's exactly fair. I don't think the Steelers are great. Uh, I think people were pretty disappointed in what Kenny Pickett did. Uh, but this is a divisional matchup. Uh, flips it, I'm riding with Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have the best game in the world last year or last week. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. That's a Monday nighter. And then your other Monday nighter is where to go? Right there. Uh, Saints on the road against Carolina. Carolina. That's when this one's also at 39 and a half. You can always tell, man, the bad teams. Oof. 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 Um, f- under 40 in an NFL game is, is bad football. If you're over under uh, for your team and their opponent is under 40, that's bad. A lot of bad matchups this week, including in college. A lot of bad college matchups as well. So um, the Saints are three-point favorite on the road against Carolina. They're, Carolina's in trouble just simply because of that defense. Saints offense isn't too scary, but I don't know where the hell I went. There we go. My bad. Thank you, Posh. So I'll, uh, I mean, if I had to bet, I'd bet. Was it muted too? Damn it. Um, this, don't bet this game. Don't bet this game. Saints defense is good. Carolina's offense is awful. Uh, just don't bet this game. 39 and a half is terrible no matter what. So, uh, let's see. Riding with Deshaun. Tomlin Boner spotted. Yes, indeed. All right, there's your NFL matchups for week two. And uh, let's real quick, let's roll. Let's get some fantasy in, some Barry on deck fantasy. Uh, no, I had, a, I had no sign for faceoff. Oh, got you. I was like, what? Was I muted the whole time? Okay. Uh, Here we go. Here's your fantasy matchups. We're going to go through all four fantasy leagues with all four teams. And then I'm going to show you how you guys doing the side betting did. So here you go. Uh, Let me pull this up on my Canva because I can't see it on that screen. I've I've moved some things around a bit. Uh, No one wants to talk fantasy. Shut up, Wallace. We were doing it, buddy. We're doing it live. Oh, Lord Jesus. Excuse me. All right, there you go. Week uh, week one fantasy matchups for the all four of the Barry on Deck Fantasy Football Leagues. In League One, you had Cisco going up against Lisa. Uh, Good matchup. Lisa ends up winning um, 108 to 105. 
So running on empty beats. Uh, you got a Brock Purdy mouth. Nice. Very nice. I like. Uh, Barry hates fields beats <laughs> team Wallace. Barry hates fields. 102 to 85. First of all, Team Wallace. Wow. Wow. Super original, Wallace. Way to go, buddy. Way to come up with something super original. Team Wallace. That's like Team Williams. Jenny coming in. I'm Team Williams. Great, Jenny. Jenny is mom. Well done. But, you know, I, I guarantee you, uh, Mark G did not draft. Justin Fields for his fantasy team. Do you want to know why? Because it sucks. That's why. But yet I still got to hear about it. So Wallace shit the bed. Wallace made poo poo in his fantasy pants. 85.6 points, which by the way, is the lowest in the league. Well done, Wallace. You dipshit. Who's texting me? Why am I getting Texas's? Uh, what the hell? There we go. Okay, leave me alone. Um, yeah, there we go. So Mark G uh beats Wallace. Total Dallas beat uh BZH four twenty. Uh, Romo Cop protects beats Jameer. I go again. Jameer, I go again on my own. So Dallas with one hundred twenty-two point nine four points, and BZH with one eighteen point oh two. Joe Pro's Buffalo. What a fantastic name! <coughs> fantastic. What is this? Fields is in my fantasy league. He gave me nineteen points. Are you in a? Uh, do you get uh, points per fumble? Okay. You in a PPF league? <laughs> I'm so bad. Uh, Joe Pro's Buffalo. What a great name for a team, Uzi. Well done. Joe Bros Buffalo beats Matt Poche. Potch. I'm putting up 102. Uh, Cal's on parade goes down, as is the case with Potch often. Sylvia just rocking and rolling. Sylvia doing Sylvia things. BOD Fields 118. Indy Kalu. No! Not my boy, Indy Kalu. Oh, damn, damn, damn. The original War Owl. Goes down to 118 to 87. Boy, Indy Kalu got a tough draw in week one having to face Sylvia. Ish. Uh, so there you go. That was second highest point total uh, of the week in that league. All right. So that was, um, yeah, that was the first one. I'm going to have to change it this way. We'll do it this way. Uh, ooh, uh, uh, one, two. There we go. All right, in fantasy league number two, um, yeah. Okay, sorry, guys. I'm confused here. The uh, Bayou City Bombers, and this was our featured matchup of the week, by the way, which we'll be drawing here in just a second. Bayou City Bombers, Alex Villanueva versus um, Ice Up Sun and KD, and um, KD wins that matchup, 123-95. to 95. Uh, Rogers Isolation Retreat. Dandy Dan put up 106. But Jenny, Jenny is mom. Holy shit, get on her level. Team Williams, super original name. Jenny is mom puts up 144 points. Damn. Jenny ain't playing. I don't know that anybody put up that. Did anybody else put up 144? Okay. Yeah. Throb put up 145. 
And that's it. So Jenny Rowland after week one, uh, making the rest of us look silly. Considering how bad she was. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jenny is mom beating Dandy Dan. Yeah, hold your head up high, Dan. She would have beat everybody in your league last week. Uh, Ivan, uh, my young ho, cool with 120 points. Josh, the hooligan, only muster 78. Josh, uh, you and me suck, bro. Thank God uh, truck driver Pookie's in our league, so I won't finish last. <laughs> but damn, bro, 78 and 79 is piss poor. So uh, Ivan gets the win after all that shit talking. Me and Clarence, it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. It was not even close. Harry Limonsack, uh goes down, shits the bed against the big boss on deck 3.0. Harry Lemonsack doing it up big. Uh, 79 points, just pathetic. <clears throat> Clarence with 105.9. That's crazy. Uh, I was going to say, Demon, I can't even break 50. Shut up. Leave him alone. Uh, it's funny. The three who talk the most shit in the league uh, got the worst scores. Okay. First of all, uh, I didn't talk shit. All I said was I wouldn't finish last. And thanks to you, I won't, truck driver Pookie. How come none of the teams are called Clarence's boob sweat? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Uzi said, can we get a team name power rankings? I mean, yours is probably winning if we're being honest. <clears throat> but yes, I'll do a team name power rankings for all 40 teams. I will do that. I promise. You got to remind me, but I promise. I think Sylvia had fields starting at QB. Shut up. Um, my team names are the Riley Reed option. Oh, that's so good. And the Joe Throgan experience. God, that's so good. Yo, Jamal, those are outstanding, dude. Well done. Uh, all right. So Clarence whoops my ass. But my $50 bet with Amos, that's all I give a shit about. That's all I give a shit about. It's still intact. Eric Resendez put an ass whooping on Truck Diver Pookie. 122 to 72 in that one. All right, league number three. We got to keep rolling here. Uh, our guest is going to be joining us soon. Where is it? Uh, duh, duh, duh. It's one three. There we go. Uh, surprise, surprise. Titan Hugo beats Jen 125 to 36. So team punishment over pure royalty. 125 to 111 though. Uh, Jen's got to be mad because she would have, the only other team to outscore, um, Titan Hugo was Philip throb. Those are the worst. When you look at it and you go, well, I had the third most points in the league, but I drew one of the two teams that I had the better. That always sucks. Um, Rev House 101, Demata's Droopy's Dogs 49. God, did Demata, did you even fill out your roster, bro? Did you even have all your players in? I had two guys, by the way, put up a zero. Two guys, T. Higgins and Drake London, both zeros on the board. How? And I still wasn't the worst team in my league, and I still outscored Demata. All right, here for you to hate. My boy Jesus beat Uriel Villa to wave a 102 to 87. Dude, that's a great name, Uriel. Don't drink and draft. That's outstanding. Uh, team Sheep, Black Sheep, lost to Throbby's Thrashers. Philip Barnard, 145 to 108. People are shitting on Dimata in the chat. Did Dimata even try? Dimata, Dimata started a pitcher. <laughs> Dimata's like, football? Cool, I got messy. No, bro, no. All right, last one uh, in this league. Rich! All right. 
Our celebrity players finally on the board. Me and Andy were dragging us down. We were 0 and 2 for the celebrity teams. Rich O'Toole, Team O'Toole, beat up on Jared Taylor's beer for breakfast, 100 to 96. And in league number four, we've got um, Ruin in D'Amico We Trust for now. Beat Perry's Nola's Finest Pie Eaters, 110 to 83. Uh, Slow White Bronco Jeff Bell beat Robert Likes Beer and his cut and shoot team, 106 to 94. Love You Blue. I didn't get the name on that. I'm sorry. Who is Love You Blue 2.6? Who is that? Who is that? I didn't, I didn't get the name. If that's you, please raise your hand in the chat. Let me know it's you, and I'll get that corrected. But we had it listed. We had the same name twice. I think we had it listed as something else. It was listed twice, and that's okay. We'll get it figured out uh, for the next time. But Love You Blue 2.6 beats up on Dr. Dre on 290's Cool Arrows. Uh, well, I say beats up. 104.98 to 104.74. Is that Titan Hugo? I don't think that's Titan Hugo, is it? That might be Titan Hugo because I don't see him on here. I mean, oh no, there's Titan Hugo's team punishment. There it is. Yeah, okay. I don't know who Love You Blue 2.6 is. Um, so Dr. Dre on 290 lost. Uh Joel, that Texas hammer. Beat up on FJJ Menace 126 to 115. And CC beat Keith Sager. The Poor's have it beat rookie mode enabled 106 to 96. So Jen said that's Chris Reyes. My bad, Reyes. <sighs> Poor Reyes. Gets no respect around here. Uh, my bad, Reyes. We got you. So, uh, Chris Reyes with uh, uh, Love You Blue 2.6. And, yeah, that was a close game. 104.98 to 104.74. I got you, Reyes. We'll get that corrected uh, uh, later. I promise. All right. So, there's your uh, fantasy matchups for the week. Now, one last thing that we have to do is we got two things to go and we can do this. Uh, so Jen, what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw. We're going to do the same as we did last week. Here's how your matchups were. Your matchup of the week last week for your fan, uh, Barry on deck fantasy weekly pick them. Uh, last week it was the Bayou city bombers versus ice up sun. And the heavy, heavy lean was for the Bayou city bombers and Alex Villanueva's team. Uh, Sylvia, Alex, Donna, Robert, Jeff, and myself all rocking with the Bayou City Bombers and Alex Villanueva. And, of course, they let us down. Uh, Mark G, Titan Hugo, and Josh all picked Ice Up Sun, KD's team, and all picked up one point. So we're one weekend, and three guys have one point. Remember, the team with the most points at the end wins the pot. Um, this was that thing that we talked about where you throw in 20 bucks, two bucks goes into the pot. And then every week that you win, you get a dollar back and a point. So right now, Mark G Titan, Hugo and Josh all get a dollar back and they get a point going towards their, uh, final total. And the rest of us are out. Jared and Lil Uzi didn't put in their bets or their picks. So they screwed that up. So let's do that. Now let's pick the next one here. Um, here's what I'm going to do. Let's see. I have in my hand tonight's top 10 list. So Jen sent me, uh, what's this? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. <coughs> um, Where'd it go? Where'd it go? There we go. 
All right, Jen, you gmailed it to me, right? Okay. Um, let me pull up. Oh, there we go. Okay, I've got a. I don't know how to do this. I guess I gotta download it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we'll have this um for you guys next time. Jen, did you send me the ones from your team? Ah, yes, you did. Uh, what the hell is this? Oh, shit. I don't know who this is. Oh, Lord Jesus. That's a lot. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Um, boy, that's a, that's a whole lot. So what we're going to do first, I'm going to do it this way. We're going to pick the league first, and then uh, we're going to pick the game. So let's go randomize... Random picker. Uh, we're going to do weeks one through four. Or, t- excuse me, league one through four. One, two, three, four. And uh, then what we'll do after we do league one through four is then I'll pull up the screenshots of who our matchup of the week is. So, um, and yeah, so if you're a league manager, <clears throat> um, then please make sure you get screenshots each week. Of the matchups. And in fact, I think they're already set. So you can go ahead and get that all that whole list done and sent to Jen. And that would make our life a lot easier. Uh, but I do need the matchup uh, uh, for each week. I need your schedule for all four leagues. Okay. So here's what we're going to do first. Uh, we have to pick a league to go first. And then we're going to uh, pick the matchup. Okay. So, um, We've got League 1, 2, 3, and 4, so we'll pick that first. Number of items to be picked, 1. And then it just says pick a random item, and we click that. And we're drawing from League 4. And League 4, if I go back to the slides, League 4 is the... Who manages this league? Uh, Perry. Okay. So this is Perry's league and I'm going to go to Perry's screenshots. Oh Lord Jesus. This is, this is so difficult. So then what we're going to do is we're going to go, uh, one through five. All right. Or actually, yeah, we'll do a B C D and E. And that's basically one through five. Uh, but that will give us the matchups for the week. I'm going to get rid of all this so I can start over and just download Perry's. Let's go delete. Perry, 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 Perry. Why you bugging? All right, I'm going to drop that in here and in here. Okay. So does this look right? Keith Sager's in that league. Good. All right, so here's the matchups, right? So this is one. Love you, Blue, 2-6 versus, so Reyes and Sager and then Collins and, uh, or excuse me, the Poor's Habit versus Intobico We Trust and so on and so on. Uh, Jay Menace and Nola's Finest, Cool Arrows versus Cut and Shoot, Slow White Bronco versus Texas Hammer. So then we'll pick that matchup. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> and then I really need, uh, we got to get this done sooner because I'm going to need the lineups for both teams. <coughs> I may have to post that on the Discord and on social media. Do we have anybody that's doing the betting that is not a Patreon member or on Discord? Sylvia, Alex, Jared. 
<coughs> Uzi, Donna, Mark, Titan, Hugo, Robert, Jeff Bell, Josh, and Barry. Okay, so we can put it on the Discord. We don't have anybody uh, that's doing the weekly wagering that's not there. So next thing we're going to do is pick the matchup. It's A, B, C, D, and E, and the randomizer picks. E. So the final matchup. So this was A, this was B, and this was C, D, and E. And the matchup is between oh, Jeff Bell and Joe Blank. Slow White Bronco versus the Texas Hammer. Uh, Perry, can you screenshot that matchup? Like the, the what's it called? Or what I really need is like somebody make me a team manager in all these leagues, and then I can just grab this shit. But yeah, um, you can see the projected points is 111 to uh, 118. So Joel is projected to win. Um, but I want to see the matchups. You got two undefeated teams at 1-0 as well. So Perry, if you're uh, still here, are you still here? Can you grab me? Uh, <laughs> Jeff Bell said, I'm going to hammer him. $5,000, uh, the high rollers in this league. Perry, send me the uh, the matchups. If you can, grab that. Actually, you can send it to Jen. Uh, and then when we're done with my guest, uh, we can preview that. So you guys get ready, and, and you'll be placing your bets and picks um, on who you got. So it is uh, Joel Blank versus Jeff Bell. And uh, that'll be probably easier to make me the manager, and I'll send them to Barry. Yeah, that's true, Jen. That's a fact. That's I'll fuck it all up. I... 100% will screw that up. So there's, that's going to be your week two matchup for the side bets uh, in the Barry on Deck Fantasy Football Leagues. Uh, cool. We got some NFL out of the way. We got the fantasy stuff out of the way. Uh, we got our matchup for the week picked. Uh, we are rolling along. Uh, and by the way, the celebrity players went two and two. Joel won. Uh, Rich O'Toole won. Myself and Indy Kalu shit the bed. Not good. Not wise guys uh so there you go when's the latest to have the bet in you got to get the bet in before the first game so before thursday before tomorrow's kickoff anyways uh i'll send to jen in a second thank you perry uh and yes you can still join it's not too late to join if you want in on this on the action if you want in this is all we have and you can send in your 20 bucks to jen you do lose last week i mean we can't give you a point so you'd lose You'd have to put $3 in the pot instead of the, the two. Uh, but, hell, there's still plenty of opportunity to get in. And, and you know, you get a couple right. And these three folks that got these right this week, get them wrong. And you're in the thick of things. So, there you go. Um, so, yeah, get your uh, get your money into Jen and then get your picks. Okay. Yes, Jared says, so we have to email you every week. Yeah, we explained all this. All this was explained on the show last week, Jared. Do you, do you, you got to listen, man. Just fucking with you, Jared. Okay, what was that? Just got water all over the place. All right, guys, I am excited about my next guest joining me on the program. I've been talking to this dude forever. And I've been uh, I've been threatening to get him on this show uh, several times. And we just weren't able to make it happen for one reason or another. And, uh, and then he had invited me to do one of his shows, and I couldn't. But then I was like, you know what? It's now or never. It's do or die. And uh, I wanted to get him on because I think you guys, a lot of y'all have kids, and that might be a pretty cool thing. And, and plus, he's a, he's a stand-up comedian and he's a voice actor and an actor and an interesting dude. And y'all know I like having interesting folks 
on the show when I can. So join me on the program right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please help me welcome Bradley Smith to the show. Bradley, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Hey, uh, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, Barry? I am good. You know, I don't know why I was so taken aback just now by how good everything sounds. I don't know why I'm like, why does this voice actor who does this for a living sound so good? Because usually, <laughs> usually I get dudes on their like uh, their their iPhone and they don't have a microphone or they don't have headphones and it's just echoing and you can hear their dog barking in the background and you can hear the the smoke alarm beeping because they need batteries. But uh, it's dope, man. It's a yeah. nice setup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of need it for for what my job is, which like you're saying, yeah, is voice acting. So um, they they my company provides it for me because you know work from home and all that. So. It's kind That's of dope. It's what I'm using. Uh, I get to use it for things like this because it's just hanging around. Just not doing it. How, okay. So tell me, give me a day in the life of a voice actor. Walk me through a typical day for a voice actor. Okay. Well, see, that's the thing is I'm, I'm not your typical voice actor. I will say. So I, um, I, I voice the character combo Panda, uh, <laughs> for uh, the Ryan's world brand, which is a giant, children's entertainment brand uh that's mainly based on youtube but they have toys like all over the world in target walmart uh my voice is in a build a bear which is like the most surreal thing in the nice. world for me yeah no it's very very crazy cool it's got a, a wild reach that i never would have imagined now that's um, that is that the dudes that's based out of here the ryan's world aren't they weren't they local houston people yeah they were i uh, they moved um i'm not exactly sure where but probably they, la yeah, they used to or, be around here i was like um i was constantly seeing them they were coming by the office uh and they still they still do they travel so they 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 come in and out you know but yeah yeah, I no, bet they're, you they're they're in Belize or so as much money as they're making, they're probably like overseas so they can you know clean it and launder it. Like, geez. yeah, <laughs> that I don't know about. I do know that at least they need to they need privacy. Uh, yeah, so yeah, sure. do try to we'll go with that. Try to get get away in that way because everyone knows their kid, and that's a very strange place oh to be gosh. in the world. Um, but they they are protective of their kid like that um so it's really nice uh they're, they're really good parents in that way of anytime i've interacted with them i've, I've got only positive things to say so it's really that's i was gonna I ask because man i don't know like what does their channel get what it, it's it's something crazy right like, hold, hold on how many subscribers oh yeah 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 it's, un it's unbelievable to me ryan's world has 35 million subscribers jesus Oh my God, I hate life so much. I just <laughs> over here with my 4,000, just fucking God. Oh, shit. I know, right? It's, it's painful. It's, um, and it's just, it's all, it's like all children too. So, I mean, that's the strange thing is that it makes you realize how large the world is. Cause it's not like anyone that's watching that channel would watch your channel it's not like there's a crossover demographic right no no four-year-old is going away from ryan's world being like all right but let's get some sports stats going <laughs> so let's get uh, some yeah yeah that, that's hilarious uh, how did you how did you get in oh yeah i'm sorry give me the day give me a day in the life of a voice yeah actor yeah okay so for me uh because i'm because i'm the i'm like a youtube voice actor um most voice actors work for contract, meaning like they do a job and then they come in for maybe a few hours or like a day or whatever. And then they head out and, you know, you'll come back in until your job's done. But because my character, I like play video games and stuff. So I do 
I don't just do voiceover, but I technically do like live improv. It's like live commentary improv in character over the gameplay. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, I'm so, kind of like a let's player in that way where I'm playing games and commentating over it, but I'm also doing it in character. Nice. So Combo Panda goes live and plays games and you have to talk about it as you see it. So you don't even yeah, know what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. You just have to riff in the moment. Yeah. And, and make it and make it, keep it clean and G rated for, for kids, which is something oh. I like to be able to say. I do. Yo, I got, we got some actual kids content on YouTube that is not terrible and and soul crushing at least um it's just funny yeah, i have to figure out how to be amusing with um yeah to what what is a six-year-old like i have to imagine a six-year-old is in the room watching me so how do you i mean like i do there's no way i could do that because i would just be yeah. like uh I, there's no way I, there's just there's absolutely no way how did you what how do you come up with this the stuff the 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 things that keep them entertained or because you're obviously good at what you do. How do you come up with that mm -hmm. stuff? Uh, I do a lot of dad jokes, you know, that, that that's great a lot. I I'm a punny guy. Uh, puns come uh, naturally to me. So being able to make corny jokes like that always help. Um, you, you know, usually clean in that way and you can just be yeah. silly. Something you can keep running back to something. Is that, uh, honestly what, what, makes me not uh worry so much is when i watch other children's entertainment youtube channels they are really bad they don't know how to be funny at all so they're literally just saying whatever is on screen so for me i don't have to worry about being like oh man that joke wasn't really that well thought out or didn't land it's like yeah okay a four-year-old a five-year-old's watching me if i'm just kind of trying to be relatively funny i'm i'm better than other people at least so probably it's not it. it's not the best but it's more of like you know you you do it because you know the audience is there i guess yeah that makes sense what's amazing to me is how you how did you get the gig because your stand-up yeah. for those of you that haven't that, that haven't seen uh bradley's stand-up it's not clean it's not clean no, uh it's no. a, it's a tad dark in some respects uh, well um, yeah you, see that's what's fun is you knew me like way back when I was doing stand up, and you're so right. I tell everyone right like this now. I've I've written a completely different set, and I don't think I do any of the jokes that I used to back then. Yeah. But oh, way like when I started doing stand up when I was like from like 17 to 22, it was like 10 years ago uh, is when I started. Um, I was doing very like Anthony Jeselnik type stuff, like sh shocking one liners where it'd start off going somewhere, and then oh. He takes a left turn. You didn't expect him to say that. So I know exactly what you mean. Um, I never imagined I was going to be a children's entertainer too, for that same reason. That's not the type of humor I'm used to. It wasn't really how I was selling myself, but um, I was already being an actor and a voice actor. And I was going to move out to LA actually to try to be a comic and all the sorts of an entertainer out there. And uh, the guy I was going to move out with ended up saying, I can't do it, but hey, my job is looking for a voice actor. He was like a video editor and oh, wow. he, he had seen me post my voiceover reel that I had made back then, just kind of trying to make stuff on my own. I posted it to Facebook. He saw it off Facebook, said, can I send it in to my boss? Would you mind? And I was the only person they auditioned. I came in and wow, yeah, they had me like do a voiceover there and it was really bad in my opinion, but I didn't think I was going to land it. I ended up getting the gig. Um, and now my voice is heard by millions of kids. And it was combo world. Panda. 
That's yeah. the first one you ever got, and it was what it's huge. I'm looking yeah. at some of the the views on this thing. It looks like the biggest one was 3.4 million views from a couple years ago. Oh, oh no! I've got a I've got a video on Combo Panda that's uh just hit 100 million. Is my oh largest my god! Thing. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Um, I, I, I don't I don't know how it's surreal to me every day. I'm I'm living a crazy life. Do you ever get nervous? Like this this is gonna go away soon. This is gonna this is gonna crumble, and I'm not gonna have this anymore. Do you ever worry about that? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, man. No, that's a always a lingering fear. Um, I mean, it's not so much. I guess it feels <laughs> as I was already an entertainer, so I'm kind of finding other ways to incorporate. Uh, this fame, which is exactly why I've written cleaner now is because I wanted to make my standup cleaner so that if an audience, a family ever comes to see me, they're not going to be completely like, mm. you know, turned off like, wow, that was really jarring. That was disturbing. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking of things in that way. Uh, but no, this job's so incredible. I don't, and the reach is so wide and with how fickle YouTube is, uh, I'm always yeah. like, when is it going to, when is it going to stop? When are they going to tell me? Yeah, it's not. We don't think so. So, I mean, uh, I'm always worried about that. But I do I do feel like um, there, there people seem to know of the character enough to where when I do need to find more work, I can oh, hopefully yeah. bounce well, back you know, in a timely manner. So I don't think it'll be my last thing. But gosh, it does make me be like, is there ever going to be something bigger than this? This is so big. Come on. I've kind it's, of peaked. This is hard. Bro, it's, like, <laughs> it's like banging a nine out of 10 the first time you have sex. And then you're like, well, now what? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> great. Now next, the next chick is like a three. And you're like, well, shit, you might have to, you might have to do like voiceover work for me. And then you'll just be like, God, <laughs> this sucks. Uh, but, but it's like, I never thought I would get anywhere. So for me, I'm like, wow, the fact that I ever got to do yeah. anything like that is just like, I'm going to always be appreciative. God bless to that. Like I can, I can never, uh, that's when it's when it's like the fear's there, but also it's, it's exciting. Cause it's just like, what, what does lie ahead? Who knows? And how long have you been doing it again? Tell me, have you been doing this six now years for now, six years. Damn. That's great. Uh, have you auditioned for anything else? Or are you kind of under contract that you can't do any voice work right now while you're doing Oh, this? no, they're actually really nice. I was worried about that early on, but they, they didn't mind me doing other work. Um, I've tried auditioning for other things. Um, I've gotten some work. It's just, I guess, uh, I don't I don't put myself out enough. The job has kind of made me complacent because whenever I'm at home doing it from like <laughs> nine to five, it's a little hard to be like, let's clock out and do some yeah. more of that. Yeah. It's like why I, why I was writing jokes so much in my free time. I was like kind of I was itching to get back into stand up whenever COVID was happening. Mm -hmm. was open mics and shows weren't going on, but I was like, I'm writing jokes still, whatever. So I had a wealth of material I was working on. There's always other creative bugs itching at me other than voiceover. So it's it's I, I could probably land some stuff and do better if I tried. But uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Hey, man, you know what? There's nothing wrong with uh, doing what you're doing and, and, and not killing yourself as long as you have a plan uh, for when it's always you good know. to not kill yourself. That's always like, <laughs> yeah. like well, I mean, kill yourself working hard. Not actually. <laughs> this job is like any good. activity not doing that yeah, yeah no right. you messed up come on man <laughs> doing it live on youtube oh my god are you ever worried you're gonna curse because like you know 
doing radio for me, I was doing stand up during the day or do at night. And then I would go do radio the next day. And, you know, I might have said fuck 8,000 times the night before. And now I'm like, oh, God, just don't say it uh, on air. Do you worry about that? Do you uh, are you I know um, you said you're working cleaner, but well, well, one thing. Well, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, so there's two there's two ways to come at that. So one is, well, first, because uh, I'm never live. I, mm. I always have a wave of editors to go through. So they would kind of be the ones responsible for taking anything out that might be in there. But um, I mean, I. Cause that's the thing is I also like to not have my brain melt. So if something is really obvious, like you're like, come on, how am I not going to make that joke? And I know it's an adult editing it and they're going to cut it out. Why can't I make a joke just for that? I know only an editor and maybe the editor next to him are going to hear. So there's occasional gotcha. times I'll just make a dirty <laughs> joke because I know it's going to be cut out. Gotcha. Uh, you hope. Oh my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, you know, cause then after they edit it, <laughs> then someone has to go through and watch the video too. So uh, if it ever does, it kind of ain't my fault. I mean, <laughs> I was I was just trying to make you guys laugh and you guys aren't doing your jobs. That's not how that works, bro. That's not how that works at all. If that gets through, you're on the hook first. You're the you're the face, so to speak. Uh, right. You're the know, voice. Right. That's always the issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. I would never trust. That's like I a few times that I did curse on air at ESPN. Our producer is supposed to dump you. You're on a seven-second delay. Uh, or eight mm. second delay. And, you know, if you say something bad, you accidentally say, you know, shit or fuck or whatever. And they can, they hit the button. No harm, no foul. Nobody hears it. But sometimes he wouldn't be paying attention. He'd be on his phone. He'd be, uh, we'd be the ones talking shit to each other. And he would just not dump it. And I'm like, bro, you, you let that go out. Dude. Now I'm going to get fined by the FCC. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's wow. a worry. Well, that's good that you're wow. not live doing it. Cause dude, there's, I would be. I would be so worried. I'd be saying inappropriate. Oh, shit no. Yeah. At that point, I would be like pins and needles the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. So you've been doing this six years. You said you got into stand up uh, 10 years ago. Was mm. the was the 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 goal? What's the goal? I mean, you know, like for me, I do radio. I do a little TV. Uh, I do stand up. I mean, if I if I asked you to pick. Uh, what's the love here? Is it one? Is it the other? Is it, you don't have a favorite? I mean, what's the goal? What's the, the, the thing you yeah, love? The no, most that's that you that's do? fair. It's, it's weird. Um, I guess that's, that's always my issue is I love so many things that I spread out my time so much, but, um, I, I know my knack is mostly for acting, which is why I lean to acting. It's not even voice acting. I did like theater and film acting first. Um, I, I want to be sort of a comedy actor, kind of like a Will Ferrell, mm -hmm. Adam Sandler type, uh, just a like slightly over the top lead Jim Carrey esque. Um, nice. So I feel like we're missing that a bit nowadays. So I'm, I'm hoping to fill that gap, which is something that kind of they use all their skills, like they would use their stand up and their other things to morph into. So I kind of want to be a little bit like that, a, a jack of all trades where you can come and see me perform live stand up, but maybe I'm not having to tour all the time solely doing stand up, but I could also be in a movie here. Um, I mean, I also make my own YouTube videos as well. Uh, and I feel like that's a fun outlet as a comedian, just kind mm -hmm. of roasting movies or movie trailers, that sort of thing. Uh, it's a fun way to that's very cool. basically get like roast roasting time out, you know? Uh, yeah. So, I, li I like doing that as well, but oh God, if I had, to, I guess if I had to pick one, yeah, I'd say, I'd say film acting. I'd say comedy film acting. Really? Yep. I guess yeah. so. Uh, 
It's hard. It's because it's because I'm not I'm not like a natural stand-up. I love the art too much to to be able to subjectively say I'm not the best at it. As much as I'd like to be, I'm not the best at it. Um, and I I appreciate the people who are just like, man, oh, you just you've only been doing this for a year. You're fantastic. Like <laughs> you I don't that. mind saying that. It's always I, wonderful. I love it, but I hate it. I'm just like, God, I hate you for yeah, being I mean, it's so good but... <laughs> so quickly. Like when Trey Tutson came around, I remember when Trey first started, I was just like, oh, fuck you. I hate you so much for being so amazing one year in. Oh, my God. And it wasn't like I was good one year in. You know what I mean? I was already emceeing shows at the joke joint and getting weekends and stuff, which is good because, you know, most people don't start even doing oh, that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Two, I was three, nowhere near anywhere that you're not good one year in. Well, goddamn, I would I'm seven years in watching Trey Tutson. I'm just like, I suck compared to this dude. There's and there's so much talent in this city. People just don't even realize how how much comedic and stand-up talent there is. And really others. I, I was telling I forget who I was telling this too, but dude, there's a ton of like YouTubers and Twitch streamers that are based right here in Houston and people don't even know that. I mean, like you said, Ryan's world and you, and uh, I know like Amaranth is based yeah, here. There's, there's another Amaranth, couple yeah. that does, uh, they're a big YouTube couple and they've got like, you know, I don't know how many millions of subscribers, but there's a lot in this city. And then of course we have the Chinadoos of the world. Um, so it's, it's pretty wild how, how talented this city is. And we really don't get love for it. I'm, I'm actually Try, it's so funny we're having this conversation right now. I was just talking with a couple of comedians like Albert DeLeon, Doug Dalton uh, about this. Uh, we were saying like um, ba basically like all these amazing, hilarious comedians, their YouTube channels will have like 136 subscribers. Like they don't know how to social media yeah. and they want to do the comedian grind like the old traditional way because I guess it feels good. You feel good doing it when you're when you're crushing it. But then you get jaded when you look at social media and see who's touring and who's making all that money. And it's going, but you could be doing that if you just put in that effort and saw posting on social media and putting in that work is just as much of an art form now as like stand up in a way. You need yeah. to know how to craft your content to attract attention. And if you can do that as a comedian, then you know you you could really make a name for yourself outside of your city and so i'm actually trying to start a little guide for houston comics and i mean nice. comedians in general to follow so we can i can just tell them how to do basic youtube videos and why they should do it why why they see it as marketing for themselves um how it's just you know, an extension of your comedy writing essentially, or your improv. So now when you say doing videos, you mean like making sketches or just uploading clips from their standup or both? Uh, um, I mean, both are fine, but some, I know some people are very, they don't want to do clips from standup either because they don't want to burn their material or they don't want to seem like a clip chaser where I'm now going out to shows and open mics to try to get crowd reaction. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like there's an, there's so many people right now on YouTube doing reaction and commentary content, which is just, you know, is watching a video and making fun of it. Like, like I said, I do, I react to movie trailers and uh, bad movies and that sort of thing. And I edit it, but you don't even have to edit it that crazy. Someone who's got like 4 million subscribers or something, his name's like Penguins, Moist Critical. He does the, he does like absolutely no editing and he does other things, but he has no editing on his reaction content and it gets like millions of views. If comedians did it, they'd be way funnier. Uh, they don't, they could react to 
stuff like uh, the Kanye West uh, and that other chick when they were caught on the Italian boat and Kanye like had his pants pulled down. They could react to that and just be yeah. cracking jokes. It's not yeah. stuff they're probably ever going to keep in their arsenal because it's such a current event topical thing. You could just make like a four minute video reacting to that, just cracking jokes on camera. And like, bam, you got a video that if you t if you title it and make a thumbnail, because that's what you're selling on YouTube, if you do that well, you can get people to come click on it. And then once they see you're funny, they'll just stay to hear you, your jokes. You put, you're a stand-up comedian. Bam, you're marketing yourself as a comedian and yeah. doing comedy on YouTube essentially without, it just feels weird because you're not getting laughs in the moment, but you will afterwards. You know what I found to be the hardest thing? I mean, like I've done some sketches. I've done, uh, I do this show four days a week and I always get stuff that I could use because it's, it's just me unless I'm doing an interview, but it's just me in the chat. And sometimes they'll spark something in my mind and I'll go off. Oh and yeah. No, I love watching clips just like that. I and literally watch clips like that all the time. But you know what the problem is? And I think this is, I think, I think what I'm about to say is the biggest downfall of people like myself, comedians who have, cause I don't mind burning material on the stage. I don't give a shit about that as much. And cause I do a mix of crowd work clips and regular clips and whatnot, but it's the Me number too. one downfall of folks like myself, comedians who aren't capitalizing on social media properly is consistency. I was just shooting with Chinadu and Lil Daryl and Reestifer and her name Sh shenanigans or something like that. We were all shooting some stuff for Chinadu's Texas world sports last week. And I'm sitting in a room, me and Lil Daryl, because Lil Daryl does it. He's hilarious, by the way. Lil Daryl is ridiculously funny. We just neither one of us have good social media presence. But like mm -hmm. this shenanigans chick has like seventy thousand, you know, Instagram followers. Reestifer has one hundred and fifty. Chinadu is huge, and they're telling me and Daryl, and I'm like, you know what the problem is? Is I know all this. I know all this. I just don't do it. I just mm -hmm. I lack the consistency. And Lil Daryl, and it's same. it's weird because we respect stand up and we love it so much and we want to put in all our effort there but if yeah. and that's why if we can just change our mindset to see social media not as this gross new form of like bastardization of of stand up but just a new marketing tool it's yeah. so you can cut the line in the comedy club. You don't have to have, go through a gatekeeping booker now. Isn't that nice? God. You don't have to that's possibly have right a now. bunch of drunk people interrupting the show because anyone who's drunk and doesn't like it great you don't have to read that comment like it's not like it interrupts the video it's yeah. things like that it's uh, if you you're a thousand percent right value there i mean for a while the thought process was oh you have to come up with a character and that was one thing i really avoided it was like i don't want to be oh. southern oh. mama or you know yeah, whatever because no. then that's what you're pigeonholed as you're larry the cable guy for the rest of your life now don't get me wrong i've talked about this on this show and on uh, on the air on radio, somebody asked me, "Would I would I do that? Would I if if I knew that I would make that money? Would I sell out and just do get her done?" I was like, "Hell yes! I in a heartbeat. I'm gonna make that money. I'm gonna tour. I'm gonna yes, I would get her done all over this damn country." Um, but yeah, I I I've shied away from that, and then I think it's just consistency, bro. I think there's so many funny comedians in this town that have the 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 clips or the, the sketches or whatever, they just, they don't put it out. They don't make it. They don't finish what they start. That that's, that's fair as well. Cause I, I mean, I have that same problem where I've had a lot of ideas where it's like, Oh man, okay, well that was a good idea. I mean, time's passed though. I can't do it. Yeah. But my point is, I guess 
I'm I'm not like I just said I'm not the most versed stand up. I'm not I'm not as naturally gifted. There's other people that are funnier in this city. I have my own YouTube channel. It's literally just called Bradley Smith. It has over 20,000 subscribers. That's amazing. I and that's cuz I just put in work and there's other people that could be doing that. And one of my biggest videos, it has over a million views. It was my lowest effort video. It was just me roasting this bad Pinocchio trailer. And I was like a six minute long video. And that's why I'm laughing going, okay, if comedians just occasionally made stuff like this, cause I wasn't even putting out videos like that or, or consistently that one just took off because something around the time basically made it happen. And so it's not even always about consistency, but it's, it's cause it is, it is partially. Um, but if with comedy, we can kind of hit on that current event where we're trying to get something, if we can get it immediately before anyone else does and just record your video, bam, get it up, throw it up. You could be getting like, you know, a good amount of views that way on a comedy True. video, just cause you're being quick. That's the other way to get videos. Cause consistency is key. But if you're quick on something too, you could get it and, even if it's not consistent, you got a good amount of subscribers or views with that. Maybe I just put your YouTube, uh, a link to your YouTube channel in the chat. You guys go click that, go subscribe. You have 20,000, 20,000, almost 20.5 thousand subscribers, 38 videos. You had you, yep. 38 videos got you almost to 21 K. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not that's about pretty dope, dude. Yeah, that's it's, pretty it's, dope. it's about, it's about finding a, a niche and having the audience come, come to it. You know, it's, it, yeah. I didn't get, get my friends or anything. I just kind of put the content out there. And if anyone was interested, they came around. That's badass, man. Uh, I can't wait to read it. Whatever you put together, how much are you going to charge for this thing? Oh no, I'm not charging it, man. It's oh, be I love you. I love you. Yeah, Bradley. No, Let me tell you I'm not trying man. to do that. I love you. I respect that so much, dude. I, I have, uh, I put this on my Facebook the other day. I have a real problem with people in this business, like what you and I do who try to make money off the people in this business, right? Like I used to teach, yeah. the, teach the workshop at the Houston Improv every week um, that we did a workshop and then they would have the improv open mic. And then after that, there would be comedy junkies with Ali Sadiq. But I would teach the uh, the workshop or I would teach the workshop at the joke joint. And I never charged any comedian to come and learn the business. No, from I, me. I remember I came out to the joke joint one a couple times. I yeah. And I never charged. I never wanted to. And then people would ask me and say, Oh man, you should, this is like, this is years of, of knowledge packed into an hour or two. You should charge for this. I'm like, I, I, I cannot. And I don't want to see anybody trying to make money, especially if you are a comedian or a booker or something like that. And you try to make money off the backs of other comedians. I have no respect for people to do that. Like none. And even if your shit is valuable, good, but go sell yeah, I mean, that to go sell that to another city. But in this city, yeah, I mean, sell it to someone who can, yeah, who exactly wants to buy it. I feel like, yeah, you're trying to be a grifter in that way. Cause unless you're making yeah. a lot, unless you're really making a lot, unless you're, okay. Yeah. This dude just toured all over the nation. Maybe I will take this guy's class. Like that's kind of cool. I mean, no, if you're, you or me, that's, that's bullshit. But the game, but bro, the game, they always say the game is to be uh, sold, uh, told, not sold, right? Like so many people and so many people who are like selling this stuff learned it by being told or shown or experiencing it with other comedians or other people in this business. Yeah. So it's not even like they bought a course and learned it. And I mean, they're learning it from other people. I'm seeing, I see guys who are like, Oh, go join my, you know, uh, mastermind group and pay monthly to be in our Facebook. I'm like, man, fuck all that. 
dude that that might it's that phrase of those who don't who can't do teach and i exactly i'm not trying to like teach people because oh i can't do it and this will be the way that i can get my stand-up rocks off no i'm doing stand-up on my own i'm just going man there's so many people here that are talented it'd be great if they kind of just knew these this youtube stuff like you said i just watch a lot of videos it's my knowledge all rolled into something but I also have been given it for free from people that had way more knowledge than me and they gave it out for free. So I just kind of want to keep giving back for free in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, that was the thing. I never felt like I I was teaching a workshop. I I said that, but really what it was, was me sharing things that I'd learned over my previous seven, eight, nine, ten years in the business and, and just saying, you know, one time, and I would give credit, like Billy D Washington told me this, so don't you know do these things or don't do these things or I learned from John Westling about this or Andy Huggins said this or Ed Blake or whoever I would learn these things from. That's that's what I would just I was just passing that along, and that's really what those workshops were. Is I learned how to do it this way and this is how you can do it unless you learn otherwise. So I, I'm so glad to hear you say that, uh, and I can't wait to. Read I just it believe in that. treating people good because <laughs> they'll treat you back and they'll treat you good back. Facts. Dude, this was badass, man. Thank you for doing this. This was yeah, a lot was of wonderful. fun. Thank you for having me on, Barry. Yeah, uh, you guys, I know y'all have kids in the chat. Uh, if you want to go subscribe to Bradley's uh, YouTube channel, I just put his link in there again. And uh, Dude, this was awesome. I'm, I'm glad we finally oh, oh, made this and happen. One last thing to plug. Yeah. If uh, anyone in here Please in do. Houston, if you, you're nerdy, geeky, uh, I do uh. a nerd-themed comedy show called Geeks of Comedy. It's a pop-up thing, so it happens at a bunch of different places like card shops and video game stores. We have an anime comedy show coming up this Friday at Pop Fancy Dessert Bar. Uh, a lot nice. of crazy stuff going on, but follow us on Instagram. Yeah, what is your Instagram or Twitter? What's your what's your uh, go-to social media platform? Which uh, one do you let, use the most? Uh, if you want to do Geeks of Comedy, do Geeks underscore of underscore comedy. Um, so Instagram. Uh, and then for jokes, do Bradley Smith YT. There you go. Dude, yeah. it's dope. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Barry. Yeah, we'll talk next time. All right, bud. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, Bradley Smith, go follow, go support, man. I, 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 uh, I swear when I, he, years ago, he had posted, he got that, I guess the silver or the, I guess it was the silver YouTube play button. And, uh, it was super cool. And I was like super proud of him and excited for him because that's a big deal. And uh, he was excited about it. I was like, I need to get this dude on the, the the show and talk about his story and find out more about it. And uh, I'm also uh, excited Make that it. he's doing something like that. So that's cool. Ivan, let's go. You know what, Ivan? I love you, buddy, because you, my friend, you waited until the interview was over to do that subscribe because you knew. You know some unwritten rules of Barry on deck, bro. That's badass. Thank you for waiting. I appreciate that. Sir, and thank you for the 19 months. Oh, my God. Have we really been doing that this long on this platform? 19 months? Oh, my God. That's insane. Uh, Ivan, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much for that. Uh, hey, thank you, Terrence. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you, Cece. I appreciate that. Uh, truck driver Pookie and Joel. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. I'm always a little, oh, are they going to like this person? Are they going to like that person? Um, you know. And I, I, I'm glad, and it's always cool to hear different sides and different perspectives. Uh, you really need to do some of those reaction videos. You're so good at it. Thank you, Steven. I appreciate that. I, I probably should because, I mean, I could literally just do it right here, make it, record it, 
post it. I, I, I probably should. I'm just, goddamn, I'm lazy. All right. Um, we've got to do, do we have the matchups? Um, you know what? I'm going to pee real fast. I'm going to pee. I'm going to come back. Jen, have you sent me the matchups? Let's see. Um, do I have the lineups? I don't know. Let me go pee real fast. And then I'll come back and we'll wrap up the show, okay? Give me two seconds, two seconds, and I'll give Jen a second to get it. We'll come back. We'll get our matchups for the week that you guys can bet on and bury on deck, and then we'll wrap it up. So don't go anywhere. Uh, I swear to you, I know this is like a super weird late time. Uh, I'll be right back, I promise. Just let me go pee-pee. I'll be right back. God, this was like my fourth or fifth uh, a bottle of water today. I don't normally drink water. I'm normally drinking my Diet Coke. I only had one of these today. Now, I did stop and, and get Chick-fil-A uh, and got a big Diet Coke with it. But normally, I'm way past that. I've already had like four of these in the morning and then one big one at lunch and then like two or three during the show and all that. So... Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I drink water because I get so hot on set. I'm sweating my ass off. And uh, Nora's like, you need to drink more water. And also, yesterday I asked her. Posh said, now if you would just use reusable water bottles. I have one. Oh, my God, Posh. Nora bought me a navy blue uh, Stanley mug. Oh, it's dope. I need to use it more. Um, but yeah, and sometimes I'll refill these, so I'm not that bad. <clears throat> um, all right. It sparks something without necessarily thinking of how to apply it, what you do or what you're going through. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, let us know beforehand so we can tweet and tag them. What? What did you, what do you speak of? Oh, that's dope. I'm going to share it with the kiddo. Very cool. Uh, diversity is, uh. Oh, diversity in guests is key to obtaining a wider audience. Oh, that's true, Cisco. I need to get better at that stuff. Uh, you know what? I am the worst at tooting my own horn and, yeah, like marketing and shit like that. I'm just so bad at it. And also cutting up videos and putting them out. I'm just the worst at it. 
Bleep Blues at Chick-fil-A is overrated and overpriced, trying to push seven days demand into six days. Hey, hey. Don't you don't you come on this show and talk shit about the good the good name of Chick-fil-A. Which by the way is ugh, so good. Uh, a round BOD sticker would be nice for the Arctic Cup. I wish I had one of those laser things. <laughs> you said you got a Titan blue color. No, no, I didn't. Oh, we got a poor Marine side. What's up, poor Marine? Good to see you, buddy. LOL, and the line keeps lining up. I don't know what that means. Uh oh, the Chick-fil-A stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Steven said, bleep blue, you're going to get yourself banned. Yeah. I may not agree politically with Chick-fil-A, but I agree stomachly with them. Okay? Oh, God. Total Dallas, I hate you. Ugh, I agree they're overrated. It should be Chick-fil-B. I just want to time you out so bad. That's <coughs> gross. All right. Did I get the lineup for you guys to bet on? Are you guys just... And by the way, of course I saw all of the... Uh, the uh, Don't say nothing. We're going to go past five. I see all that. I see everything. Did you send me the line? Let me go to the Gmail. Let's see. Gmail. What's up, McLovin? Good to see you with four minutes left. Uh, uh, did she text it? No. I don't have it. I don't have any. Have we had, has Jen had a chance? To, has anybody talked to Jen? What's going on? Um, Hold on. I got to message this guy. Yes, I'm doing your show. Yes, I'm doing the show. Uh, okay. I don't know. Damn. I wish I had timeout money. Well, you want a timeout total Dallas. <laughs> oh, but don't be nice. Jen is sick. Let her go to, let her go at her own pace. Oh, that's true. That CC. You're right. You're right. I'm just, I'm over here floundering. I wanted to get it in before the show ends because I need you guys to Perry could have just sent it to me. Shit. Four minutes left. Thanks for the guilt trip. Asshole. Hey, you're never late when you're here unless you're fucking four minutes left in the show late. And then your ass is just late. <coughs> I'm just messing with you, make love. I appreciate you being here no matter what. Um, I bet every student in Total Dallas's class tells their parents, I think my teacher is always high. Hey, um, mom, dad, I, I, my... I'm not saying I'm in a, a a special class, but I think it's a, it's being taught about about a special teacher. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Ah, uh, there would be no line uh, if they were open like uh, Mickey D's. That's not true. That's not true. It's not true. Line would be around the corner. Oh, D. Um, uh, Perry, what do we? Um, send it on social media, any of the DMs. Just tell me which one. IG, Twitter, Discord. You can send it to me on Discord. Doesn't matter. Uh, whatever's easier for you. I, Facebook. What the hell was that? Total oh. underscore Dallas for my teacher. I change classes. <laughs> Throb just timed out Total Dallas. <laughs> Two minutes left of the show. <laughs> Oh, it never fails. It never ends. You guys are so mean to Total Dallas. Uh, I do agree with that, poor Marine. But I'd also be so much fatter, bro. 
performing. Listen, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad Chick Fil A is not open on Sundays because I would I would eat the shit seven days a week, and that's not conducive. Because then I gotta go get it, and uh, you know, nah, I'm good. I will say though, ah, you know what? I wanted to try the pimento uh, sandwich. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to buy one and then eat it on the show, right? And then my thought was, well, one, I can't eat the whole thing on the show uh, because I don't want to eat during the show. That's rude. I mean, smacking the shit. I see you, Perry. I'm going there right now. Thank you, buddy. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I, But I want to try it. I wanted to. I wanted to. I, wanted to. Um, I just don't know. I, I wanted to try and react, honestly, and tell you guys what I think. But uh, that's tough to do on a show like this unless I did it at the end and then it would be cold and, you know. And if I'm buying it for lunch and I'm hungry, well, I want to eat. So teachers need paid every dime of this budget overage. Forgot my forget my $1 million property taxes. It's for the greater good. It's not bad. Alan, thank you for the other bits, buddy. Uh, mm, pimento reminds me of golf. It's a very Southern thing. That's for sure. Okay. I have in my hand. Thank you, Perry. Perry O'Donnell. Uh, thank you very much, buddy. I've got the lineups. I've got your lineups. Boop, 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 boop. All right, here we go. This is, uh, who you're betting on. If you're in the Barry on deck, um, sot. What the hell was that? No, I don't want that. Why did that pop up? Get out of here, kid. If you are in the Burial Deck Fantasy Weekly Pickle Matchups, your matchup for the week is as follows. It is the Texas Hammer versus the Slow White Bronco. It's Joe Blank versus Jeff Bell for all the marbles. Uh, here's what it looks like. Uh, Jeff Bell's starting quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Uh, Dak Prescott's starting quarterback, is, or sorry, the Joe Blank starting quarterback is Dak. Joe's got uh, Mixon and Gibbs for his running backs. Jeff Bell has Chubb and Henry. Advantage, Jeff Bell. Uh, receivers, he got Smith and Lockett. Ooh, Joel's got Hill and Cooper. That's advantage, Joel. Uh, Ingram versus uh, Likely, I believe. I can't. It's blurry. Mm, I'm going to go Ingram. I even knew who that was. <coughs> um. <coughs> You got Ray Mostert versus uh, Moore. I, I love DJ Moore, but I don't love who's throwing to him. I'm going to give, uh, oh, well, uh, Mostert is injured. Uh, we'll see if he plays. He's questionable. You got New Orleans defense versus Dallas's defense. That's a hell of, this is a premium primetime matchup right here, folks. So who you got, chat? Who you got? Uh, let's do a little, uh, we don't have time. It's 502. I was going to say do a poll. So, basically, what you need to do if you're in this weekly pick'em is you need to decide, now that you've seen the lineups, uh, who are you going to vote for? Is it going to be, are you going rocking with Joel this week, or are you rocking with Jeff Bell? Um, make your pick. You have to erect a pole, Barry. Well done. Uh, send Barry's pole. Barry's pole. It's crooked. It's crooked. It's got a little lean in it. It's got a little bend to it. Um, send your uh, entry to Jen. 
Uh, you can email it, Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. Just say, hey, I got Joel this week or I've got uh, Jeff Bell this week. If you haven't entered yet, it's 20 bucks to get in. $2 goes into the final winner's pool. And then if you, the rest of it, uh, if you get your pick right, you get your money, you get a dollar back each week. Now, if you don't pick like Jared and Uzi did, you lose your dollar, okay? That's just the facts of it. And uh, if you pick wrong, you lose your dollar. And if you get in this week because you didn't enter last week or send your money, you lose a dollar for last week. So $3 is going to go to the winner's pool. But every time you lose a dollar, it goes into the winner's pool. And that will be split. I think we said 70, 30, 75, 25. Uh, first place, second place. Total points. Right now, you got three people with points. Mark, Titan, Hugo, and Josh. And that's it. <coughs> Way to break. Wow. Thank you, poor Marine. Thank you for that decisive uh, decision. Eileen, whichever way. <laughs> nice. I'm I'm gonna take. I just hope everybody gets a trophy. Uh Bleep Blue said this is on in the Discord. No, and we just do it on this show, but we can post it on the Discord. Absolutely. I can Perry can post it. Um but you uh, what you got it says uh Bleep Blue said I'm in for a dollar a week, but you have to pay up front. So you got to send Jen your 20, email her, and she'll get you her Patreon info. Just email Jen at BarryOnDeck.com. Tell her you want in, and you'll Venmo her or whatever, uh, PayPal, or send her 20 bucks. You'll lose last week's dollar, but that's okay. Because only three people won, so you still got plenty of time. You're still in it. <clears throat> and then $2 goes into the pot, so you'll be at $17. But if you're right this week, you'll get a buck back. Yeah? Okay. Poor Marines at Decisions is my specialty. Maybe. All right, go Astros, go Texans, go. Enjoy your sports this week. Uh, remember, one more reminder before we get out of here. No show tomorrow. This was the last show of the week. No Barry on deck tomorrow. I will be joining my buddy Joel Blank on the Killer Bees from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. on ESPN 97.5. And then make sure you stay tuned from 6 to 7 as my new radio show, Game On, with Jerome Solomon and myself begins Thursday. You can catch it every Thursday from 6 to 7. Yep, cool them, rice them, gig them, horn them. I don't know. It's all blank them, in them, em in them, in them. I don't know. All right, y'all have a fantastic weekend. Uh, I hope I'll, I'll talk at you tomorrow on the radio. Um, where's Captain Pope at? He's picking the raid. Game on, bitches! Are there raids on 97.5? Raid Clint Stern. All right, the one rule I have, Captain Pope, I don't raid radio stations. Not not anything against ESPN 97.5. I just don't raid any radio station. I won't raid them. Not doing it. Not going to do it. So pick a big booty bitch and we can raid them. Uh, or whoever else. Um, thank you, Ivan, for listening. Hey, what's up, McLovin? Uh, thank you, Uriel. Appreciate you, buddy. Ruin. Hey, thank you, Ruin. Good to see you, man. Uh, let's see. Poor Marine, tell the Groupons to be nice tomorrow. That's outstanding. Ah, uh, Raid Holly Seymour. Is she on right now? Does Holly have a Twitch channel? I did not know that. Let's go. Channel. Uh, Holly. Let's see. H-O-L-L-Y. Holly Seymour. 
Uh, they got to be on Twitch, though. Oh, joke. Oh, tomorrow? <coughs> I was like, wait, does Holly have a... I see Dolly Seymour. Do you not have a raid? Jen said no boobs. Tough. No, Jen, he gets to pick. All right, we're raiding Aurora Star. How do you spell that? Let's see. A R O. Hey, all right. Aurora Star. We are. Oh, my God. She's got a big old hairy kitty cat. Sitting next to her. All right, listen, I'll see you guys next week. I love y'all. Enjoy your sports. Uh, I'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow. If not, next week. I'll talk to y'all, or I'll see y'all next week. Enjoy the sports. Do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, love each other. Enjoy the titty raid, courtesy of Captain Pope. Bye, guys. All right. Alright, where the hell is the manage raid option at? I can get this done before this song runs out. I swear I can. Alright, here we go. Stick around for the raid. Check her out. I know you horn dogs will for sure. Let's see, Aurora Star. There we go. Boom. Oh! Her booty was facing the. Alright, we got 15 viewers. She's petting her kitty cat. You don't want to miss that. It's a. I stay only because I'm at the gym. Yeah, that's right, Cece. All right, y'all. Enjoy the raid. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.